0: All right, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Modern Eater Harvest Series, the final show. Tonight is our final dinner. We had five nights of delicious meals prepared by chefs, local and renowned chefs from our area here in Denver. And we are excited to have you here for our final showdown. And um, we got Greg Hollenbeck and Brian Friedman from the Modern Eater we are gonna be putting on an amazing show for you guys tonight. Uh, What they do for the dining community here in Denver and all of Colorado is amazing. So I want to say thank you personally and introduce you to everybody here.
1: Oh my goodness, what a great welcome. And uh, let's hear it for Eric Hyatt, Carboy, and Logan Street. Just doing a lot of great work. Uh, This is the last night of our fall dinner series. It's night five, it's very exciting. You made it, welcome. Let's hear it for you guys for coming out tonight. I really wanna hear it. Thank you. All right, Brian, this is the time that I really love because this is all about community, local, featuring great products and amazing chefs. And without further ado, I wanna bring this gal up. She's an amazing friend, she's awesome. She kicks ass in the kitchen and her name's Chef Rebecca Weitzman. Let's hear it for her. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Hi, everybody.
1: Chef Rebecca Weissman. Let's hear it for her. Woo! <laughs> all right, this is the last night, Chef Rebecca.
2: Thank you, everybody, for coming this whole week. It's been super fun. Thank you guys for tolerating us and hanging out with us every day. But no, really, thank you all for joining us. Whoever's been here a couple times this week and coming back tonight, we really, really appreciate the support, and we're super excited to have you here.
1: Let's tell everybody what they're in store for tonight.
2: Um, Your first course is the Frontier Farms Trout. We have uh, treated that in a pickling liquid, almost like um, a Scandinavian style ceviche. So it's cured and cooked in salt and a little bit of our dill pickle liquid with lemons and dill. That's served on top of a warm uh, cauliflower uh, puree. It's a type of a soup. Um, We have some smoked beets that have been marinated, a little bit of the crispy trout skin. Some trout roe that we actually got from the trout, which is pretty cool when we were butchering them. And then some dill. So, enjoy. That's the first course. Let's give, it, give
1: you an idea of what tonight's going to be like as you eat. It's, Brian, it's kind of like a dinner show.
3: It, it's more than that because what this is, folks. and How many people have been to one of our dinners? Can I get a show of hands? Okay, oh, that's a good okay. amount of
1: people. Welcome.
3: So, you know what you're in store for. What this is, is a, it's a culmination. What Greg said, it's a route connecting community and how food does that. So what The Modern Eater has done, we've driven around the state, connected farmers, ranchers, breweries, distilleries from all around Colorado, brought them back to the Front Range in Denver and introduced them to this incredible group of chefs that we've had all week long. And then in turn, you get introduced because what's gonna happen tonight is we are gonna put these ranchers either up here on the stage or on these TVs and you're gonna get to hear these stories, these incredible stories of all these producers around Colorado and what makes the fabric of our food system so important. So I just wanna say thank you. This is gonna be exciting. Greg? Let's give them an idea of what they're in store for.
1: As you're enjoying this first course, we'd like for you to settle in, but also take a look at the television. This is what Fresh is all about. And from Frontier Trout Ranch, this came, Kermit Kranz dropped off his delivery Uh, He makes it up here about once or twice a week. And put the volume up on this, give you an idea of what this drop-off was like.
3: And so as you can see, that is the Trader Joe's across the street right here. Those are live fish right in front of Carboy and Logan Street. So that's the
1: fish that you're having in the course right now. Little audio uh, difficulties on that, but we actually have standing by Kermit Crantz from Sawatch, Colorado. Who knows where Sawatch, Colorado is? Sawatch. All right, just a couple of people. So just nestled uh, in the uh, San Luis Valley, outside of the Santa Cristos. Hello and welcome. Hi, Kermit. Uh, The San Luis Valley is Frontier Trout Ranch. It truly is a trout ranch, all right? So farm trout, and Kermit Krantz joins us right now from Sawatch, Colorado to talk to us about Frontier Trout Ranch. How are you doing, Kermit?
0: There we go, hey Kermit. Hey, can you hear us? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, you are hot.
1: (laughs) Beyond belief we can hear you. (laughs) Say hello to Kermit, everybody. Kermit Kranz supplied the fish tonight.
4: Hi, everybody. I'm Kermit. This is my partner, Greg Hines. We're Frontier Trout Ranch. I love it.
1: Cool. Tell us about Frontier Trout Ranch,
0: Kermit.
4: Well, we uh, started about uh, six, seven years ago from scratch. Our water comes from a deep artesian well. Uh, We raise rainbow trout and other specialty trout. We hatch about 100,000 eggs a month now, right, Greg? And uh, we raise them from egg to table, and that's what we do. We raise fresh fish for the food market. Well,
3: and tell people a little bit about it because it's not, I mean, I think people go and they don't understand what is a trout
4: ranch. What do you have, lots of runways of water? What, what is all that about, Kermit? Well, what we do is we start out, we hatch our eggs, about 100,000 eggs a month, and then we move them from the hatchery to concrete and vinyl raceways. Once we get to about three quarters of a pound, then we push them out into large earthen ponds. The reason we do that is we start with a high grade and high protein fish food, and then we move them out to these earthen ponds where they are supplemented with snails, crawdads, and salamanders. And then we also supplement them with a fish food diet. And as I speak about fish food, We've been working with a, a small company in Fort Collins called Noteless Aqua, and they have developed a trout food made out of evas- invasive species from Illinois of Asian carp. So now we're truly recycling. We're taking something that's destroying the rivers in the Midwest, turning it into fish food, feeding our fish, turning it around and serving it to people. So we're in an experimental test on doing that but what we get to is when we push them out to those big ponds it allows that other type of crustaceans and more natural bugs and so therefore the fish has less stress it has more of a natural environment and of course it reduces our cost
1: thank you kermit is everybody enjoying the first course yeah kermit uh fear of missing out you should have it right now because everybody's enjoying this trout course and we wish you guys were here but Keep doing the great work and bringing us that delicious trout from Sawatch, Colorado.
4: Well, keep doing the great work of making our trout look really good on the plate, and keep entertaining people. And we want to continue to bring that farm to table. And as we develop our facility here, someday we'll be able to bring the chefs down to our farm. So we're not only doing farm to table; we're going to bring the table back to the farm. So you can literally come out, see how we raise fish, have a chef cook for a table of ten. And then that way you'll really see how a farmer and farmers really care about what they do to raise a good product for the consumer.
1: Mm, Kermit Kranz, Frontier Trout Ranch. Let's hear for Kermit. Thank you very much, Kermit. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Food, thank and that's Kermit, good. Thank you. that should give you an idea of how tonight's going to go. We've got a lot of folks to uh, talk to tonight. We want to thank, uh, for being here, Odell Brewing. And Odell is in the house tonight. Good to see you. To
5: see you. Uh, Breckenridge
1: you. Distillery providing the cocktails, and then uh, of course Carboy Winery. Let's yeah. hear it for Carboy! Carboy. Thank you. Uh, amazing. So in the courses to come, we'll hear from Hazel Dell. We'll hear from Odell's. We'll go uh, uh, via Zoom again to a great place, and it's in uh, southeastern Colorado. Luke Larson in Fowler, Colorado. We'll check in with him from Centennial Cuts. Uh, Ty Zock's going to join us from Carboy. That's always a treat. Where is Ty Zock? He's
6: right over there. He's right, right there. around
1: the corner. And then Charles Talbot, Talbot Farms, a 100-year farm. He's here with us tonight. All's well in the world. This is what I want to do. It's um, always interesting. The first course, people get off work. You're a little hangry. You need a cocktail or a beer, some wine. And then it, you start to feel it. I call it the crease. You will be in the crease tonight. So when you look around and you're just kind of Getting your bearings and seeing who's who, we always want to take a pre-dinner selfie, and then we'll take one after dinner. Wait until you see the difference; it's going to blow you away. We are streaming live on the Modern Eater Facebook and YouTube, so please like us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Share your pictures.
3: hashtag Fall Dinner Series
1: hashtag Fall Dinner Series Use that. Jay Parker, our executive producer, is going to take a photo of us right now. So. Um, Everybody, smile. Here comes the uh, pre-dinner selfie. All right, Um, we're gonna bring the music up, enjoy that course, the second course is gonna come out. Thanks for being here for Chef Rebecca Weissman. This is her dinner, thank you, Chef.
0: Thank you, Chef. You guys eat each one.
1: Okay, at the talking table. This is my favorite part. You know why? Put your headset on, Brian. There you go. Let's get together. Game time. Ah, Yes, indeed. All right. All right. Just uh, knocking off the... uh, We're on it. it. Nice. Nice.
3: More more food than we could ever want. Hey, listen. You know what's on this plate is one of my favorites because it's that crispy trout skin, and I don't know oh. if you guys have ever tried it, man, but it Course. is a treat. Course. This That's what I love about great chefs. Find a way to utilize
1: every single part of the ingredients yeah. that they're using, and a lot of cross-utilization as well. Eric Hyatt, uh, Jason joins us well. Snap. Uh, what a week, first of it's all. It's been a crazy it, week. It has been a crazy week. Amazing, though. Uh, and I can't think of any better weather, any better community, the people that are here, the chef that's cooking tonight. <laughs> Are just friends and family around and it just continues to grow honestly i don't even know where we go from here but we'll we thank you guys. we'll <laughs> figure you know, out a way a, it's
7: nice to have you in our house and and, uh, and part of the family and, and we've definitely had a lot of fun i got to sit for a couple of the nights which was is awesome isn't what it wild yeah what's it like on the other, side? other yeah. side i don't even well, know one was one was on purpose i had friends in town and and obviously tyzak came and joined and and uh, lich from Breck distillery so we actually got to have fun and had a beautiful Table of people, you know, and, wow. and the food was awesome because it was Alex Seidel and he's just super dialed. Knocks it out you know, of the park. We got, doesn't to, he? we got to hang out and, uh, you know, we got as wild as we could during COVID, you know, so it, was, it was a fun night.
1: I'm eating alone.
3: Oh, let me jump in.
1: Let so me I've jump been, in. I've, pick- I've been
7: picking at these components all day, you know. she's, she's she, Chef Rebecca, you know, she's been your hand all no, time. she's been very gracious. She's been letting me, uh, nibble at the chips and i was like did you buy these she's like of course not she's like i made them from scratch like everything so well
3: oh, uh, it's cool those are strohauer ranch um or strohauer farm rather sorry strohauer farm fingerling potatoes that she sliced them yeah. and deep fried man and those are the Recipe, bomb.
7: perfect salt level
1: i think your mic's on but i don't know if it's coming is um is eric hyatt's mic on Trying to his, figure. his mic was buried in his mustache. Yeah, it might have been just buried. Let's see if we can hear yeah. you there. You working?
3: It might be just a little closer.
1: Yeah.
3: And Eric, you're you're about. I see that trout skin on your spoon right there. You are about to and get the it. the row. Read. You got like the perfect
7: caviar bite right there. I think that came from from uh, Chef Scott's trout yesterday. They harvested the row. The row. Yeah. I saw that on his his pre Instagram shares yeah, isn't
0: this dill is awesome the, the, the what it's marinated i'm a big fan i'm a big pickle fan are you yeah i make my own mm-hmm. I buy every time i go to the grocery store i see something new i'll buy that jar pass it out this is right up my alley i don't think the dill I was pickled
7: it. though she she used the she, the flour she's she used the dill juice no, the pickling
0: from the fish
7: yes she used the dill juice yep. in a ceviche style with the fish so she she soaked it I in there, that i got that skin bite hashtag skin bite <laughs> <laughs> hashtag stuck in my fever.
1: Yeah. Huh. What are you drinking over there? Well, here's a treat. What well, we... <laughs> <Talbot's> <laughs> Is that how I, I scare you, you off? Just hand you a microphone? My
7: sister's uh, here
6: with us today. I
0: just told them, too. I was like, who does your branding? Like, your designs for your cans and stuff. I know. It doesn't do a great so job, like, Talbots. I I'm like, you did a great job with it, man. Solid.
3: Boy, I got to tell you, the food all week. Yeah. Have you guys had a favorite dish or just one favorite uh, ingredient over this last week? I was just talking about it with with Dana.
7: Um, Dana's one of our own. Works over at mm-hmm. Angelo's on six. One of Eric's favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her and Larry have been here for all five nights, so we got into it. we like, what was the? They ranked it based on, not on favorite chef, but they picked their, their favorite course.
1: They've literally been taking notes yep. all week long. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And when you get it, it's like that was our theme. Our theme was our hope was everybody join us for five evenings in a row. Obviously, life doesn't yeah. dictate that you can do that, and sometimes your and waistline sometimes yeah. task. doesn't either.
7: And there were some standouts, but it's like really, you know, if you put, a, if you put 15 people together, they ate all of the dinner, everybody's going to have a, a different favorite. Yep. You know, it's like it was really hard to go home on a, a, a lineup like this.
3: Well, and what's cool about that though is, is because we all truly do tie into something completely different. Mm-hmm. What you love about the diversity, even of a crowd of 15 at these dinners, I keep yeah. asking people, and some people go right to the drinks. You know, because some we people are so. like, "Oh I'm my a, gosh!" I'm a bartender by trade—that's where I want them to
7: go. Like, <laughs> set the stage, like you said. What did, what did mm-hmm. you call it? You got to hit the curve or hit the
1: in the crease. Hit the crease. Hit the crease. You, know? yeah. you, okay.
7: you don't get to the crease as quickly without drinks. You really don't. You need a couple of couple of aperitivos.
1: As Brian would say, just lubricate yourself a little. Yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all need a little lubrication, man. Especially as you get older, your yeah. joints need it.
7: <laughs>
1: I don't know. Um, so chef's got... What else is it. in
7: the Talbot cooler there? Is there anything that I can Oh, have? yeah, Everybody's definitely. Kind of yes, it's yes. like yes. I am sitting here talking about bartending and needing lubrication. And <laughs> That's right. And getting then we have the all, all a great talk. Well, let me help you here,
3: sir. We only want sans beverage. We've got a sweet. We've got a... So a hopped tart Stra- cider, too. This so is a hot. Scrappy
7: one. apple, though. Yep, so yep. I'll join you with one of those, s- maybe. It rhymes with snappy apple.
1: So I have a halfway serious question for you two. And I really, halfway value, serious guys. really <laughs> so I really, value, I, I value your opinion and, and you were actually featured on the news piece talking about patio seating and as, as we yeah. see we're all spread out in a patio and out front here Brian and I went for a little stroll around the block. It's popping. Uh-huh. Friday evening. There's, I mean literally I think if there was one table it was just because it was being transitioned. Oh man we're blessed. We're fortunate. Look around the corners. I mean what's next? What's next for you guys? I know you're doing some creative things, Eric. At yeah.
0: So when you have that patio seating, it goes away when the winter when the winter time comes, people will sit out there during the day if the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. So as soon as the sun goes down, it's you gotta have a park on yeah, compl- to, to enjoy your and the food gets cold quick. So we are um, we're gonna be starting to build our greenhouses on the back patio at Angelos. So instead of losing nine tables, we're gonna we'll only lose four. Okay. So it'll it'll give us five additional four tables, not seats four tables. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking at, you know, a loss of 16 or so seats. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we can do, uh, we could do five greenhouses on there. We can fit up to six or eight people into, into them as well. There'll be different themed. And um, we have uh, all the sanitation that we're going to, sanitization that we're going to be taking place in between the the seating of those guests. We have ventilation in there as well. We have heaters for them. Um, The the trick is, uh, you know, you can create places for people to dine. And stay warm come wintertime outside. But the trick is, where do people go and stand when it's when there's a wait? Yeah. If they have to wait for a table, you know, the people that have driven their cars could you know hang out maybe in their car or something. But you mm-hmm. know, there's Uber and Lyft and and people who walk. Mm-hmm. And so we're uh, we're really trying to come up with some fun ideas for uh, for waiting over at Angelo's, yeah. where they can wait outside. So we have some you know nifty tricks up our sleeves. You know, uh, little fire pits. Yep, you see it in there. There's my and, fire pin in there, there. A lot of tricks. You know, in there. We'll this is the, these are the
3: G-rated tricks. These are the ones that are no. adult-oriented. <laughs> adult so, so just try try have fun with it. Yeah, and I think that's so important, especially in an older building like Angelo's. Yeah. because you know you don't have the luxury. It was it's a very compartmentalized building that yeah. you have there with lots of rooms. Yeah, and so it's not like you can take down a wall or yeah. do something real creative. Take down fast. too many
0: walls as it is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> And so I love to hear what you guys are doing because I don't think people realize, you know, for someone like you that all of a sudden you lose a ton of seating inside. Yeah. The outside is so valuable. And then once that changes.
0: And we've also been um, in we have a two hour dining policy, too, that we are reluctant to to utilize and we hate it. Um, Do you ever need to use it? We do. You have had to say two hours. People people want to get out. You know, it's like
7: they want to get out. They want to have some respite. So it's like sometimes they're not just going to to dine and dash. They're they're, they're there to, especially at Angelos and Littleton. You know, it's like there's not much else going on. Make a night
1: of it. Yeah. Yeah. So even
7: pre-COVID, you go down to Angelos and Littleton, you're there for four or five hours.
1: And that's what I was going to ask, because I think that you guys have a very tight-knit clientele that support you. Uh, they're very local. Just, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you'd say. Just loyal, right?
7: Yeah, that comes from from Eric. Building, you know, he built Agreed. that clientele Agreed. from the ground up, and, and uh, you know, from day one, he's always been neighborhood driven. Yeah. And so I here's the ethos. question:
1: the question is, is is the tolerance there? Do you feel like that your customers, your guests, are? running thin on tolerance with this COVID and you can't gather at the bar and we want to do, yeah. or do you feel there's, they're hanging in there? There's
0: uh, there's more dialogue about it, that's for sure. Yeah. It's a good point that you bring up because uh, in the very beginning, within the first six months, people were mostly tolerant. Very. And now, you know, we're going into seven months of uh, you know of the changes that we're dealing with in regards to COVID and yeah. and some people's patience is, is wearing thin, um, different viewpoints on what's acceptable and not acceptable. Sure different viewpoints on... So on polarized. Open, yeah, it's we
7: so should so political now, closed. too. I mean, you, you also have... You have a landscape where there's some people that, that are not complying, not adhering, so they go to these other restaurants and bars or they see it on the news in another state where it's a free-for-all. Yeah. Well, good you riddance know, and then is you, how I feel yeah. about that. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and, and here's the other... Here's the rub. You guys are, are now police as well.
3: Yeah,
6: that's yeah. the like, hard part. Man. You know? Well,
3: and when people become too aggressive and that's the thing that's scary for probably an organization yeah. like yours because firsthand you've had an experience where people are aggressive yep. and they don't need to be yeah, and so yeah. it, it, it's got to send a shockwave through the entire organization and, and we all have got to keep our heads straight i mean and keep it classy is what we have been saying you know since march and, April. Well, and no it's, before you go yeah.
0: and hospitality is the name of the game and i think that's yeah. that's what we're all in this for we all have an inherent love for hospitality for entertaining our guests, for serving good food, mm-hmm. and having a really hospitable environment. Which flies if in you
7: the face of policing people. Yeah, you know? but so if you hang on to tough. that
0: though, if you do it with that, you know, as your moniker, you know, you, you usually come out come out above or on top at least. And, yeah. and you can you can you can save save the guests who are who maybe are really uh, frustrated with those kinds of experiences. Yeah,
7: ninety nine percent of the people coming in are great. You know, it's just that one percent that comes in and they're you know they're they're not uh they're having a frustrated day and and they take it out on their you know those are my favorite take care of your bartenders take care of your servers be nice say an extra please an extra thank you and and throwing you know, a little don't extra Don't, cash be, don't too. be a jerk. You know, you don't know? be a. We say it, you know, differently behind the bar. But just, you know, don't be a. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, <laughs>
1: you do say it differently behind the bar. <laughs> uh, and and it's going to get interesting. I really want to see. And I think that if anybody, it's it's Denver. It's in particular Denver. So many people that are so passionate about their restaurants their organization, the people that work for them, that I know the ingenuity and the creativeness is just going to continue to, to flow. Yeah. And I don't know which way it's going to go, but it's going to be all about seating and accommodation and experience, which brings us to this kind of crazy experience, connecting people.
7: Um, five nights in a row. Five nights in a row. i got to tell you, this fulfilling. is
3: really... Good vibe.
7: There's right? been Have you had Something about the fall over there. Have something been I, been about the I fall? think I think Craig uh, Craig yelled at us uh, well enough that first night or two. Were we, we a little know, round, loud that first night? I don't think we were, but I just think he wanted to set the stage for make sure that we take care of our neighbors and you know turn the turn the music off by nine, and uh, if they if they go to bed at eight thirty yeah. and we kept them up, then I'll buy them dinner tomorrow or something. Yeah, don't <laughs> let how them know that. respectful though? Yeah. Because
3: listen, so many restaurants wouldn't necessarily care. Yeah, well, it's are neighborhood-driven neighborhood. place. Yeah. So, I mean, who's well, their closest neighbors right here. Greg? And they're probably yeah. people that are guests as well. Yeah. At, at certain points. We hope point. so. Yeah. Well, Greg, I want to say real quick the uh, one uh, thing nice about these apartments yeah. right here, you have had a big-screen TV view yeah. of the fall dinner series the <laughs> this smells. year. Imagine the smells and, and can you imagine? In yeah, yeah kind of. I would me be a jealous, bit. and <laughs> I would want to go buy a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I'll All tell right, you. We're setting
1: up for this course too. I love to peek into the kitchen. Here's what I want to do. Uh, Chef Rebecca is assembling this dish right now. Let's bring Chef Rebecca on the stream right now. Uh, I think we've got guys,
3: no headsets on, no Jay. Hey, Jay Parker, can I have you, pal? He's got a tray of French Can we get the chef on? I got him. I got him. This is about to happen right here.
1: Let's get the chef mic'd up. Chef, we're going to bring your mic on on the stream, not over the house, but we want to talk to you about this dish on the stream.
2: I can work and talk.
3: You are live. We can hear it. Oh, great. Perfect, perfect. So you're just topping that off with that. Is that a little Immold Gardens uh, microgreens there, hopefully? Uh, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
2: I want to give no- another local microgreen company some prop, too. Yes. You
3: know? Throw it out there. Throw it out there.
2: Mountain Man Micro Farms. I have both tonight. Nice. Yes.
3: Nice. 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 You know, and and Rebecca, isn't it all about supporting s- local small farms and as many as we can all the time, right? It
2: is. We uh, we use um, uh, Andy, his farm, Mountain Man Micros here, but. We were lucky enough to get some emerald garden screens, so we decided to merge, merge it. and use both tonight.
3: I love it. I love it. I we love it. we got
2: to still support our own, right?
3: Heck yes. Heck yes. And you know what? Hey, I Maybe say here next time. introduce him to the Modern Eater because we'd love to bring him in, too.
2: He's amazing.
3: You know? Um, because this is what it's all about, community and food and how do we make the connections for you all with these people that are doing great things, but they might be so small no one gets their info.
7: Well, there's just so many so many people you can use in a week, you know, it's, you'd love to have more, but...
3: Yep. Isn't that the truth?
7: I gave, I gave Jay a list of about 10 breweries, you know, and yeah, a couple made it really on, and there's been a couple one new ones, and, and
6: uh, it it's on nice to meet new friends and
7: still hang with old friends.
3: And isn't that so important? Yeah. I mean, because I think that that's what... Uh, some chefs do it really well, quite honestly, yep. where they go out there and they're like, listen, so I'm well, going to find now. a little spot, a little niche you. for everyone, and... Yeah. You know, and some people are like, "Oh, I can't have that many vendors." But (laughs) quite honestly, you know, that's—I always have believed that the accounting department should work as hard as the kitchen works. And you know, if the if the kitchen is willing to do, this is
7: our accounting department right here. This is Bradley. He's here making a guest appearance, and he handles all seven restaurants, and he's still here serving the dinner tonight. So I love it. Thank you. I love it.
1: Okay, how was that first course? Were you enjoying that? Did you like that? Great, second course coming out right away. We've got some more stuff for you too. Uh, Brian, where's Chef Rebecca? There she is, Chef Rebecca Weitzman. The second course here, it's coming out right now. Let's describe it.
2: it. Uh, So we took some hazel dell uh, royal trumpet mushrooms and sliced them and marinated it with some herbs and cherry vinegar little sea salt, and then we charred those right on that smoker grill, so they get a really nice kind of charcoal flavor on those. They're served on top of a city bakery focaccia, um, another local uh, purveyor that we use here. There's some toasted hazelnuts, and then the warm sauce is a a fonduta, a fontina fondue, um, and then we use some of these beautiful microgreens, a little peppery mix, and uh, toasted hazelnuts.
1: Oh, that's awesome. This is going to be a delicious course, as you can tell. So dig into that. Featuring mushrooms in this yes. course. I love
2: mushrooms. Go
1: right here to uh, the mushroom man.
3: Oh, Look at that. We're in a mushroom room Almost
1: right definitely. now. Uh, Hazel Dell Mushrooms and Jared Lomack. Jared, how are you? Good to see your face.
8: Come that door. Yeah. Doing well. How's I'm everything going tonight?
1: Uh, we're about to dig in on some mushrooms right here. Where are you, sir? It looks like you have a baggie of your native soil.
8: I am indeed. Yep, I'm in one of our Royal Trumpet Rooms here at Hazel uh, Dell Mushroom Farm in Collins.
1: Tell us about Hazel Dell Farm. Or just go away.
8: <laughs> well, Hazel has been in Fort Collins. Uh, we opened seven, And um, I've been working for 12 and a half years now and recently took over as the owner of Hazel Mushroom. So... Happy to be growing uh, great organic mushrooms for the uh, Northern Front Range here in Colorado.
3: Well, Jared, and tell the the guest here, how many different varieties of mushrooms are you growing right up there in Longmont, or Loveland, rather?
8: Well, I might jump in. Sure, so we're currently growing 10 different varieties at the farm. Uh, We grow shiitake, oyster, royal trumpet, which you see behind me here, lion's mane, cinnamon cap, uh, Pio Pino, Golden Oyster, Pink Oyster and Perini, and hopefully we're going to be getting coffee going here. Awesome.
1: What's your favorite mushroom? Brian, what's your favorite mushroom?
8: My favorite mushroom? You know, it kind of depends what I'm going to do with it, I would say. Uh, the right adult trumpet is one of my favorites. We actually just had a staff party here and we cooked up a bunch of mushrooms for everybody and this was one that we uh, prepared ourselves here at the pharmacy. Menu.
1: I think that's probably most people's, right?
8: Yep. And Jared, where can people find your mushrooms? You can find our mushrooms locally at foods markets, stores. And you can also visit our farm here from Monday through phone to four. We have a okay. pop-up mushroom kit set up that's out front. And coming soon, hopefully within the next month or two, we're going to have a brand new retail space where you'll be able to come in and see the mushrooms and uh, get all your mushroom, all your mushroom needs taken care of right here. So,
1: Jared, one last thing: I need that T-shirt that you have on right there, that Hazel Dell Mushrooms T-shirt. <laughs> that is cool. Thank you so much, Jared. We appreciate your time, everybody. Please thank Hazel Dell and Jared Womack. So
2: let's get the beer out. Okay,
1: who here is a wine drinker? Okay, yes. How about spirits? Who's drinking spirits? How about beer? All right, who's drinking everything? Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, yes? yes? Yes. What's up? And yes. Hotel uh, oh, Brewing. I know. So I want to have Katie Guffrey come up. Katie, are you around? Where right are you? There? Hey, Katie. I'm right. ready. <laughs> You're ready. <laughs> and you got a beer in the hand? Thank you so much. Right. Tell people, and and they should know, you should know Odell Brewing, but tell people about Odell Brewing Company.
9: Well, uh, if you know us or don't know us, we've been around for 30-plus years, which has been pretty phenomenal. We're the second oldest craft brewery in Colorado. Uh, that's, so, real. that's true? That's true, Yes. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, Boulder Beer Company opened about 10 years before us, and we were right there 10 years later, that's but right. still, I mean... In 1989 there was not a lot going on for craft beer. Um, the oldest craft brewery in Fort Collins and uh, yeah, just been dedicated to to what beer is, which is deliciousness and people and you know and being connected to the community, you know. So um, we're still family owned and operated, we're an employee owned company, so we want to keep it keep it real, you know, keep it with our people and uh, continue that passion for craft beer and the culture and community of craft
1: beer, which is really important. Which one? Yeah, and Greg, you might the not know this one. The good behaviorable. My this favorite is...
3: was your flagship.
9: 90, 90 shilling. Oh, yeah. we oh, love 90 I mean, Yes, we all love 90
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great.
1: This good behavior, it is crushable IPA. This yeah. is a delicious beer. So
9: good behavior is one of our newer ones, and it's just a, a lower ABV, but still um, wonderful with the hops, and gives you the experience of what an IPA can be, you know?
1: Does good behavior create bad behavior? I mean, maybe if you drink it up a month it Probably.
9: That, but could. also, the IPA on tap will make that happen, too. So it's fine, you know? We'll yeah. Whatever we need. <laughs> what
1: did you bring tonight? You have two offerings. We...
9: Um, so we have the Good Behavior, um, which is one of our newer releases, and then also uh, Mountain Standard. Mountain Standard came out a little over a year ago, and that's kind of like our ode to a Colorado IPA. kind of takes characters from East Coast and West Coast. So it has a little bit of haziness, but a really nice, pronounced hop character to it. Yeah. Um, we do hops phenomenally, and even if you're not a hop fan, you'll mm-hmm. love our beer because it's not overly bitter, it's super balanced, and it's got really nice flavor to it.
1: Jay and I, a couple of years ago, went and visited you guys we're shooting hoops, no big deal, in the back, yeah. and just uh, what What's it like there right now with such a just an amazing yard and the tasting room? Yeah. Are things closed down, or are you opening up back up slowly? Yeah,
9: so it's been um, definitely a process of it. Uh, we have our tap room here in Denver in the Rhino District, and then obviously like our main facility in sure. Fort Collins. Um, luckily, Fort Collins, we have a beautiful and extensive patio, so it's been... Uh, On our side to be able to go out. Um, They closed down Larimer Street for a couple blocks, so we've been able to extend out there um, down here in Denver. But just being creative with the space and making it happen. um, And we're allowing people inside in a safely distanced manner, and then obviously trying to push the beer to go, you know, and just trying to make it work, you know. Yeah.
1: Another. Another great Colorado brand. Uh, Odell Brewing Company. Thank you, Katie Guffrey. Thank you. Uh, amazing for appreciate coming it. here tonight.
4: Cheers, y'all. Cheers.
1: Really appreciate you, Katie. Okay, second course. It looks like most everybody... Had- just that course is gone. Which is devoured
3: it, so it was terrible, right? <laughs> which
1: is fantastic. Okay, we're going to bring the music back up. We've got a lot more people to talk to tonight. I do want to give a special welcome to this table in the back. These are the folks from Shamrock Foods, and Shamrock Foods is a company that is so amazing. They support local. They work with so many farms. This is a company that if you don't know them, you're you know, food service, everybody knows them. They work so hard for us to create those great relationships, and we can't thank you enough for being here tonight. Shamrock Foods, thank you again, you guys. Really appreciate you.
0: you. I got a fun fact for you, too, when we go to break.
1: headset on I've got mine on Eric's all mic'd up Brian's using the restroom which means tequila ooh have, <laughs> is world way,
7: you Chef you Rebecca guys had some tequila last night I heard I love, right. I, we had one we well, had one
1: I, we we had one. Anymore, I, so I love kitchen talk um, and you never know I what guess. you're going to hear but you get the realness yeah. and oh, the biggest thing really real. to me the most important thing in a kitchen is communication being able to talk um, being able to be heard and acknowledging that you're heard. Um, this is something that without that when a kitchen breaks down and you guys have been in this business forever and a day, the continuity of the kitchen to be able to be caught up
0: you need to break it. You have to break what what move like what what direction it's going in and to cause it to be that way, you gotta stop break it, and then rebuild that back up again. That's not I easy. Mean, for,
7: for me, whether you're behind the bar or in the kitchen, like if you watch it. these two, they've worked for so long that it's not necessarily about the verbal communication. They have that nonverbal going on where they know, you know, Scott and Rebecca, they know where each other's going, even though they've never worked <laughs> in this kitchen. <laughs> yes, they bump <laughs> <put> into each <laughs> other. Greg, they want, they're putting you to work, Greg. Oh, we Eric jumped right out. <laughs> He's, she was talking to you, though. you got to get in there. Get, get, oh, she <laughs> wants me
1: to sir. I just
2: all right, gotcha.
7: We a server, yeah. Hey, Eric,
1: hi, it's on it, just like that. Uh, Chef Rebecca, can you hear us? I can. Oh, sweet. Can you give us a play-by-play of what you're I mean, putting I together?
2: Can, yes. Um, this is, we're doing a seared, beef. can you oh, grab me a six? Of the I did. Gray plates from High Nice Station, please. Thank you. Um, We are doing a seared beef carpaccio. We've crusted the beef with a little bit of um, Aleppo pepper and sitar that we got from the Spice Guys. um, It's being served over a sheep skewer, a tzatziki sauce. It's being finished with fruition Farms feta and some crispy chickpeas and a little bit of blistered, um, remind me the farm, the shishito peppers.
1: Petraco Farms.
2: Petraco Farms shishito peppers. Where is Patraco
1: Farms? It's up in Brighton, and it's a hundred-year... It, it, what's really interesting about Petraco Farms is their their main farm, but they lease out a lot of land as well. And their farm spans from Brighton to... Brian, come on in. I
7: know they were on the check-in the other night, but I didn't get to catch everything they were, they were saying.
1: Yeah, Brian's got a great description of Patracco Farms. Talk about Petraco about Farms Patraco. out of Brighton.
3: Yeah, Patracco Farms, I mean, this is another 100-year-old family farm. Um, they're on the fifth and sixth generations right now. Um, they stretch from Brighton all the way to Greeley. How
7: many, didn't he say he had like 3, over 3,000 acres, acres? Yeah,
3: and they're doing a ton of different commodities, so they do everything. Well, the family farm started from actually leafy greens, which is all of your like lettuces, red leaf, green leaf, romaine, and then does uh, that do well in Colorado? It actually does, Does but I don't know if you heard last night what they were telling us. It's super cool. Is a family actually came over with their own seed from Italy, awesome, and started growing that seed when they finally got yeah lettuce seeds when they finally got the land, and that is just. I mean, and it's just so cool because the, truly the yeah. family's been a really integral part and I, I've been working with them for years and years. They came to me about four years ago and said, we want to do organic and we want to consult with you because you know organic. Yeah. And so they started 40 acres. It's not easy. Yeah. It's and easy it's continued to, to grow, which is so exciting because it's really, they're finding the passion for how can we improve our soil how can we sort of get back and create I mean, you, you
6: taste regenerative that. you yeah. taste that
7: you know it's like switching over to biodynamic uh, viticulture or organic viticulture or just caring a little bit more about what you're putting into your soils and, and uh you know it's 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 nice to see that somebody reaching out to do that especially somebody that's been doing the same thing for a hundred years
5: yeah
3: isn't it wild hey i, have, the- I have
7: a good question oh, yeah, for, yeah. You, for you so They've been doing it for a hundred years here. I know Seattle Fish has been here for about a hundred years. Who are some of the other OGs in the state that oh you, see, you know and love? Oh my God, that's a
1: great question.
0: Tablet Farm's one of them.
7: Yeah, the yeah. Them. we buy grapes from them mm-hmm. for our wine, so. The Ciccato family
3: up. is another one up there that's with them. So there there was a cicada family and the Petrocco family. And there's one other family up there, and it's all of a sudden escaping me. But they're all in that Brighton area. So there were three big farms that that or family farms that are still around to this north day. Of
7: Longmont, where is Brighton exactly?
3: So Brighton is actually just really about 30 minutes north of Denver. Oh, okay. you're not even that far, but it's a little to the northeast sector like of the corner. Boulevard yeah, exactly. So if you just up. take that Brighton Boulevard, it sort yeah. of goes a little more well, northeast. Let me
1: ask you, so in in um,
7: Questions from our audience. We love that. I love it. I, I do love, it. love that. Yeah. And
1: probably should have just put him on a microphone, but I don't know whether he was going to tell me I'd like it. That's nose Gary. Gary. Gary.
7: Gary. He's one of our biggest supporters. He uh, he's a, a wine club member and uh, he's here a couple we times a day. We got to Gary on the stream. Yeah, and, and so uh, he played our he played our first uh, first post-COVID wine dinner uh, about a week and a half ago, and I think we just cut a deal a couple minutes ago for him to play next week at our dinner. Eric, would you b-
1: go get that gentleman we have one more headset I'd yeah, love to Greg put him Gary. on that headset. Gary's going to come it, over. you and want talk this one here us. for me? in uh Palenew, Colorado is um Burke Harvest a uh, Centennial farm?
3: You know they're not. They're not. They have bought real that they close. now they've owned Here's what's an interesting thing about about Burke Harvest is they've owned the land <laughs> for like 60 plus years. Yeah. They just started really cultivating it. And so this is one of the family farms that we work with snap and they have evercrisp honeycrisp oh. cherries and all these awesome yeah. really sort of that peonia niche i just went to
7: peonia for the first time last week which was pretty cool and uh we checked out a, a vineyard uh, i love peonia yeah we have vineyard friends uh the storm sellers yeah. steve and jamie and uh and aren't they, those two, those two are darlings yeah. darlings really so. the only life, thing yeah. not darling right. about them is that we were able to buy some of their fruit in and uh in, in uh 2017, and now they're using it all for themselves. So that's the only thing non-darling about them. because <laughs> yeah. their fruit is great. It's amazing. But. Well, they've evolved. All right, I want to do this. Yeah. They they've evolved. Evolved. Um, Hi, Gary. How are
1: you? I am so sorry that you were like, oh, are you live? I was like, yeah. And then you had a question. Are you live now? We're still we're live. We're still live. That's and cool. you're live with us. Yeah. Oh,
6: I told them they needed to talk to you. Uh, we can talk when
1: we're not. No, Gary, okay. first of all, uh, you mean a lot to this community and the folks here. I understand you are. Uh, part of the Carboy family,
6: it was so it seems. Yeah,
1: yeah. How long have you been a member of their wine list?
6: Oh, from the beginning. From, from the beginning, that right? Yeah. 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 Oh, at least. Yeah. Since day one. Day one. Well, I mean, if you must ask the details, sure. Uh, I gave him the details. Oh. He wants to hear it from you. I gave him a full bio. Oh, you on mean you. all the way back I to
7: Cidio? I give. No, not that far. Okay. Cidio, 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 yeah. yeah. Sure.
0: Dan
1: are you familiar yep. with? Um, what was, what was Mickey's, uh, the, um, gosh, uh, city, spirits, city Spirits. Remember that place?
6: I do. You I do even, remember that? The guy's a bass player. Who's a
1: bass player?
6: City O' Wine. Okay, City O' Wine, yeah. Yeah, yeah I played music with him. But uh, we were sitting at City O' City one day, my wife and I. And um, there was this uh, bearded-looking dude with a uh, red and black... Uh, flannel check shirt. This is Eric. Sounds like Eric. No, it's not Eric. It's and, not uh, Eric. And, you know, all these other hipster dudes were sitting at the bar all the way drinking beer. But one, no, it's not Eric. One guy, <laughs> one guy, he was um, drinking a glass of wine. And we would always go over to City O for their $2 happy hour. And um, I looked at him and I said, if you don't mind my asking look around everybody's drinking beer but you're drinking wine what's the deal
5: he said, oh i know who this he is says, i know this story he said yes. my
6: name's tizak and i make wine and we get to talking a little more and i said you know tizak is a very interesting name he says yeah my parents named us all three of us with z's in their names so, xylophone?
1: It's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that's an X, isn't it? It's an X. Ex- ex- yeah. so, uh, what are some other Z names? For Renzi. Renzi, yeah, all right. yeah.
6: And uh, I said...
3: <laughs> Xenia.
6: So, it, it turned out Zina. that... Heizhak and I knew people in common in West Virginia. He said, yeah, that's I met wine over at get. this place called Carboy. We went there the next day. Mm-hmm. Met all these people. And I, I guess that's how it started. And there it was. Yeah. 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 Question. What was your question? I used to know somebody named Jan Holenbeck.
1: H-O-L-L-E-N-B-A-C-K? I don't remember. Okay, Jan.
6: But Holenbeck is such an unusual name here in Denver. Yeah. I just wanted to figure out if you and I had met, like, 15 or 20 years ago. Well, I'll,
1: you know, my mother is actually right there at the end of that table. Oh, wow. I'll ask, I'll ask my mom, but she, she would definitely know. And that's Patricia. We've lived in this neighborhood uh, for 48 years.
6: It was Jan and Gary Hollenbeck, if I don't
1: interest Interesting. All right, I'm going to dig in on that one see what's <laughs> oh. going on. We got,
6: ha- we got to meet your mom at some point tonight. Well,
7: <laughs> we will. I I'm guarantee sure, you
6: that. I'm sure you will. <laughs> that time will come. That's right. What do you think of this dinner? Oh, my God. So we've had two courses so far. There are 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? Oh, yeah.
1: Nice. You
6: heard it here first. 10,
1: 10, 10 out of 10. 10, chef. Out of 10. Yeah. Look at this baby getting a oh, looking. And- we should probably start turning on some lights out here for the chefs. I know. Well, I- <laughs> well isn't so- it
6: cool
3: that... I mean, listen. These local, local, local. These peppers, Petracco Farms. Tomatoes, Rocky Mountain Fresh.
1: I know. I just want to snatch one of those. <laughs> the Farms there. and their
7: cheese. You, those cheeses always long. Well, thank
1: you, man. I mean, that's kind of what keeps us going. Is, are those nice compliments? Um, as easy as it looks, it is. I mean, we're talking about food and drink, right? Um, Good friends with us. Eric and Snap. You know these guys, right?
6: No, never met them. But (laughs) I have to tell you, when we tried to get tickets, there was only one left. Okay. And tonight's our anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. And there was no room. And And who made Maggie made it happen? Of course. Well, either Maggie or Jason or Eric. It's kind of hard to tell. Maybe Craig or Joe, you know.
7: We're happy to have you here, though, because
6: it's
7: not a dinner on this corner without
6: the two of you. Well, you always brighten up the, the, the guest lineup, and that's how we feel about you. You know this. Yeah. You know, in, in the word in French for when you have a regular place is a canteen. And when I lived in Paris, we had our canteens for the morning and for the evening. Her
1: you know. ears must have been ringing. Here we go,
6: Gary. This is Patricia.
1: Patricia, this Hello, is Gary. I'll turn this it's microphone. Pleasure on to for
6: meet him. you. You
1: too. He was asking a question. You're going to have to put that microphone right up to your mouth. There you go. Hey mom. Hi. Hi. Well, hi I, had mom. To,
6: I had to come over, you know. I can't ever come to these things without coming over and saying hi. That's glad. all we said. We said, are when's you? your mom coming good up here?" Good to see you again too. Yeah, I remember my birthday down in Nashville. What a kick! Oh yeah. Had a great a time. time.
2: And you again were.
6: My name's Gary Levin, and I used to know some people named Jane Holenbeck. Oh, did you? No. Is that your family? No, no.
1: Jan and Gary's. Jan and Gary. So. Jan and Gary yeah.
6: I,
10: Holland, Holland back.
6: That's what Holland I. Beck. No, it's back.
3: Oh.
10: Yeah, yeah. Eight, one eight, letter eight, and that's they're that's not it.
9: even related. It's that's like honey. one other country
3: over. Yeah. Yeah. One letter is like. <laughs> I country. get it. That's yeah. true.
1: Austria yeah. versus Hungary. Yeah. yeah. yeah that that <laughs> far away. How's the dinner so far?
6: Oh, it's delicious. So i In fact, I have to get back. my picture to Go back with and, the and
1: Thank you, I'm Gary. Thanks I for being to the get sport buddy. with the chef. Yes, you will.
9: <laughs> Even though she's not a cute guy, she's a pretty nice-looking woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is my mom, Chef Rebecca.
9: Yeah, you too. It's nice to meet you. Did mom make it to I any dinners? I
6: telling me I have to get a picture Throughout
9: the
0: week? Oh, yeah. She went
2: to yeah, Alex. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's yeah. sort
9: of
6: my She wasn't here yesterday? That's amazing. To get
0: no, that was somebody and else at Scott's. And
6: you'll be my first woman. Oh, Yay! I love that. That's right. Thank you. Girl poems. Yes.
3: You guys, okay. and isn't it interesting? Have you noticed the faces that keep coming back? And they, I mean, people really doubled down on this fall yeah. dinner series. And they, I, you know, they had five to nights. pre-purchase their tickets. Yeah. You know, and we sold out, you know, so we it was a cool. tough, tough so ticket to get. What are
2: You dabbling on about here? Oh, nothing. You know, <laughs> wow. just, uh, just promoting the, the <laughs> so radio show, the you know, I mean, what we do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing.
6: <laughs> right, on you on know, but nothing, you know. Well, anyway, I got what I came up for.
1: Did you get a picture?
6: Not yet, but I will.
1: Yes, you yes. will. I'll bring Chef over a little bit later. Yeah, I promise.
11: that'll be fun.
6: I that'll promise. Fun. Well, I really appreciate you having us. Cassie's having a great time. Bobby's Good. having a great time. What Wonderful. do you have here with us? Uh, Who's with you tonight? Greg's sister. Bobby. The one, that, the one that came up and rushed off because she was... Shy. Oh,
1: she didn't want to be on the microphone. Right. That other gentleman with the the curly beard—he was actually amazing beard. He was our babysitter yes. as a kid. Nice. Can you believe that? That's yes. Bobby. And on Christmas... Did he always have that beard? Uh, you know what? I don't think it's always been like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Christmas, he would come over, and he'd be the guy mm. that just burst so, the gifts, and we called him Santa Bobby. Yeah. <laughs>
7: Santa and Bobby.
1: Santa Bobby would hand yeah, out the gifts. So if you get out of
7: line tonight, he's still allowed to reprimand you a little I don't bit, know if right? he, I could take Bobby Put now. you over yeah. his knee? <laughs> <laughs> I can smack
2: Bobby. I don't know. No, he, he looks he like a spin. scrapper over there. I wouldn't mess with him.
7: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's right.
2: He used to change my diapers. No, he didn't. Then you came up... He came along after
7: that.
6: Well, Greg, we I a lot think it's time, time. We, we need to introduce the third.
7: Almost getting out of him. We got a porta potty. Up, All right,
3: we need to little, get back. Yeah, over we the need to house. introduce the third, kit. third right. course here. Third course is coming, coming up. We Better finish eating this one then. Yep, it is getting on the on the tables. Okay. Great to see third course, course coming up. I'm ready to try this course
0: here.
1: We're going to have your birthday on Angelo's on the stream. And we are also going to have... Uh, Rick Rubin. So I'm going to grab this microphone, jump out Rick Rubin.
10: Rick Rubin.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. How was that course, ladies and gentlemen? Did you enjoy that? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Terry liked it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he loves
1: it. Yeah. Um, this is really the time that I said you're about to get into the crease, and I'm hoping hoping you're in that crease right now. We have a lot more to come. Brian, but in I want crease. to introduce somebody who's very special to the modern eater. And this gentleman has a great company that works with so many farms. He's become a friend of ours. He's a great supporter of the show, but not only that, he's just a wonderful human being. Without further ado, from Colorado Mills in Lamar, Colorado, he came all the way up for dinner, and Rick Robin joins us from Colorado Mills. Good nice, to see you, nice, Rick.
10: Nice, Thank you. I don't think it's oh, yeah, you're hot. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Thank you. Hey, Rick,
1: thanks for joining us. This yeah. is a couple of dinners that you've been to with us.
10: I, yes, I missed last year, and so I've hit two this year. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's fantastic.
1: So we did the summer dinner series and now fall dinner yes, series. Here we this are. Great? What do you think of this location? This is really great. This, this is, is a good one. I like it a lot, too. Yeah. We just visited you in Lamar, Colorado you last did. week. Yeah. We stayed at the Max Hotel, yeah. and we also had an opportunity to talk on our podcast about Colorado Mills. For yep. the folks that aren't familiar with you, would you mind talking about Colorado Mills?
10: Well, um, we're, 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 we share a name with a local mall. Uh, thank you for naming a road after us here in, in Denver. But we, uh, we have been uh, established in 1999. Uh, there's four families. And what we do is we take uh, uh, oilseed sunflowers and uh, <clears throat> the black oils and we press them and extract the oil. It goes to a refinery where we filter it down to a level that it's food grade, kitchen, uh, high heat, uh, high monounsaturated fat. And uh, then the part that's left is the meal that we turn into livestock feeds. And so we produce over 10,000 gallons of sunflower oil in a 24 hour period. And we produce over 70 tons of of meal that that goes into those feeds. What we have found is, even our feeds produce better meats. If you looked at some of the modern things, we've done lamb, we've done goat. We can actually change the taste profile of that meat. It's a healthier oil, it's a healthier fat. The animals, when they are terminated, they, they look at their internal organs and they're virtually pristine, uh, brand new. And so it's really exciting as far as also what they're finding now. You just heard heart healthy, anything over 70, oleic acid, and that's high oleic acid which is a monounsaturated fat. Our oil is 85% monounsaturated fat. And uh, you mentioned Shamrock before. Shamrock uh, is a great partner with us, and we love working with them and distributing our oil to their customers. Uh, Long time, you've probably tasted our oil. If you've tasted a Lay's potato chip, the Simply product had Simply Lay's or Simply Doritos. Uh, For several years, we were the supplier of their uh, Expeller press sunflower oil. Uh, as we're getting more and more of the specialty, the, they're having to get other people to fill that line, but uh, uh, we buy sunflowers from over 120 different farmers. We supply feed products to over 600 ranches from central New Mexico to the Wyoming border. Um, expanding Wait, into... I mean, Rick, but what's that?
1: take that in. 120 farms here locally, in that region, Yep. That means a lot to all of us in the economy, and especially Lamar, Colorado.
10: Oh, especially. It takes 25,000 acres is what we, we will pull from. And uh, in that area, uh, 80% of that comes within 100 miles of Lamar. Yeah, so, and
3: Rick, I'd jump in there to say what a lot of people don't realize about sunflowers is that is a very sustainable crop, meaning it's a low-till crop. Mm-hmm. And, the, and so it's preserving one the soil around the state but two what they do is is they have their off crop or what their rotation crop is is a milo right and so and it's really giving nutrition back to the soil and so what they're doing you know these like he said over 100 farms are really doing a great thing for our environment and you all are tasting this tonight because those potatoes were fried those little fried potatoes that you had were fried in Colorado Mills oil, which is only 10% of what they do. It's amazing. Yeah.
10: You take the root system of sunflower, if you turn that plant upside down, that's what the sunflower root system looks like. It's that deep. It will go down, it'll open up the soil, and actually gets it in good condition for whatever next crop you're going to plant. So it's, it's very good in a, in a crop rotation standpoint. Um, you know, the things we're always looking at, what's next, we have it in uh, uh, pet foods. Uh, we've seen our sun meal go into pet food companies. We're also seeing the, the oil go into some pet food companies. We're also using the oil into some, if you look on a lot of your high-dollar uh products, uh, you're going to see sunflower oil as one of the top ingredients, and we have started a, a uh a skincare line with... Uh, and, and that's as far as I can go into that. There's some ladies that are back at the office that really little, go into that. They'll
1: know there. a little bit more.
10: <laughs> well, and Support switched. our they community.
1: Got... Yeah. You do so much for us. Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil, but the feed as well. We've done some projects with you guys. We'll continue to do more. Rick Robbins here tonight it means the world to us. Thank you, Rick Robbins and Colorado Ray, Mills. Ray Thank you, Rick. Thank Ray you pardon. so Thank much. You. All right, Chef Rebecca. I think it's probably already eaten, but we can do a retrospect (laughs) Um, and um, talk about what this last course that you already ate was.
2: So that dish was a a beef carpaccio. We took beef and we um, crusted it with a little of um, spices from our good friend, the Spice Guy. We used Aleppo pepper and za'atar, which is like a Mediterranean seasoning got a little sesame and um, some dried oregano and thyme and sumac in there. And we seared it really hard on a cast iron pan and then sliced it very, very thin. It's served on top of a tzatziki sauce that we used on Fruition Farms sheep's milk skier, which is like a yogurt. Um, And their uh, Fruition Farms feta cheese as well that they um, use sheep's milk. And it's garnished with some crispy chickpeas that have been tossed in a little bit of uh, turmeric and sea salt and um, some microgreens from my friend Andy at uh, Mountain Man Micros, and it is a micro radish.
1: Chef, Enjoy. have you been making your rounds? Awesome. A
2: little.
1: You've been walking around a little bit? Uh-huh. Some happy people out there right now. Chef Rebecca Weissman, this course. Let's hear for this last course. It looks delicious. Thank yes, you. yes, yes. Uh, we're going to walk around a little bit, say hello. Who's taking pictures out there tonight? Anybody taking pictures? Photos? That's it? Seriously? Who's taking photos? I'm going to go around and take photos of your... Okay, you're getting some photos? Fantastic. Okay, Brian, we're going to bring that music back up. Still a lot more people to hear from. The main course is going to be coming up, and then, of course, dessert. Let's keep it going. The moderator continues.
2: It's like kind of like a it's kind of like a polenta cake. It's like polenta meets gnocchi, hybrid, between a Roman-style semolina gnocchi. Let that, the one gluten-free guy know that this is gluten-free. Yeah. Yeah, and then we got some really nice, hey! Yeah, it's sloppy joe, lamb sloppy joe.
3: Chef is hot. Here we come. Jay, and there Jay, we go. Jay left the building. Jay has left the building. Um, Now, Chef, you are hot. One of you chefs is hot. Chef Rebecca's probably got mic in. What? No, can you oh, hear Oh, yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I can
2: hear you because I can hear you talking. Is that through the microphone? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. You're, yeah,
3: you're we're so we're overhead right now. And tell us, you are assembling this beautiful, beautiful twist on gnocchi and bolognese and Bologna. all of it together. Tell us.
2: So I was inspired by using cornmeal, and, uh, you know, bolognese can be served with pasta or gnocchi or polenta, so I did kind of a combination of all of them. And we made, there's a a Roman-style gnocchi that's made with semolina flour. Um, They cook it with milk and stock and finish it with cheese and then kind of brown it up and serve it that way. But we used um, some of the bow-and-arrow white cornmeal and made it into this crispy rectangle. Um, And then, so it's kind of like a gnocchi meets a polenta cake, essentially. And then we're serving it. We got in the Harper feeders' lamb shoulder and ground that down and made a traditional lamb bolognese sauce. Um, We did put some roasted pumpkin in the uh, Roman gnocchi, and we have... uh, Crispy pumpkin on top. So we've used the pumpkin twice. That's our local pie pumpkin. Where farm did that come from? That was Petrocco Farms. Petrocco again. They're killing it tonight. They're amazing. All their produce has been beautiful. Um, This is going to get finished with a little uh, pecorino cheese. Yep, just like this. A little pecorino cheese, and then we'll garnish this as well with some fried sage and pumpkin seeds. The (laughs)
7: smell coming off of these? Thank you.
3: Isn't it just insane? You know
7: what this looks like to me, though? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to call it out right now. This looks like a James Beard-worthy Sloppy Joe
3: in the best <laughs> sense of the word. It looks, <laughs> it smells
7: amazing.
2: When it, people it, ask it, me why I don't like you, that's a perfect example right there. <laughs> that's
7: a James Beard-worthy Sloppy Joe. <laughs> oh, well, how it. can somebody love not it. love that? It's like take everything that you know and love and it's comfort food and, and, and like the things that sing to your soul and then do it better than anybody else in the world. That's what I mean by that. <laughs> so if you if you take offense to that, then
6: we'll she, do a, I'm we'll just do a teasing shot you, Jay. I, you, can, you, of, you can
7: yell at me later. <laughs> she does
3: kill it, though. I will tell oh. you. I have noticed the some of the things that she does and her her take on food and how yeah. she like really puts her style on the food. And that's you got to appreciate that because that's a sign of a real chef.
7: Indeed, indeed. But the produce you talked about the produce walking through here every day. I kept seeing boxes come in. Like those trumpet mushrooms that came in?
0: Weren't
3: those
7: cool? Oh, man. They looked so good. Everything has looked amazing that's coming through the doors.
3: Hazeldell's just rocked it out. And then I, I love to see the cheese because I know this pecorino came from our good friends at Cheese Unporters, which is right around the corner. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about northern Colorado. Some great, great producers yeah. up there and, and distributors. And I, haven't,
7: I haven't really seen much of much of their stuff come in whole. You know, I'm seeing it in the finished product and getting to taste it. I know, you know, Fruition Farms intimately because I'm a, yep. I'm a, I'm a super fan of everything that Alex and, and uh, his entire conglomerate does.
3: Well, you know what, that's an interesting concept, Snap, because we talk about that is, is because there is a lot of great things going on, and Cheese Importers is really trying to highlight yeah. all the local, and I don't know if you heard him say that that night. He was yeah. here, he said, it, because they also distribute Fruition Farms. Yep. And he was saying, listen, if you are a small cheese farmer here in the state, we, want to find will you. You. Yeah. we will support sh- you. We will We will get your product out to people. And and that's super killer. But a lot of times, and what a lot of people don't realize, chefs want something that's unique, like the yeah. balsamic oil you get. We do not have that here in the United States. We're not getting a, b- a great balsamic no. like, getting, like what they're doing slap, in Italy. You're getting
7: the slapdash version of it. But, yeah. you know, so I, I had a friend uh, unexpectedly from Connecticut pop in tonight, and they, they immediately you know, asked about the charcuterie. And they said we're we're pretty full, you know. We had a late lunch, and then we're going to to, to a fancy dinner. And uh, they said they didn't want anything to eat, but ordered, you know, asked about the charcuterie. And I said, I said we don't make all of it. Chef Scott actually started a, a curing room down in Littleton about three four months ago, so he is curing some of his own, and he's going out and sourcing goats to do to do different types of stuff, you know, tradition but with a spin on it. Yep. And Chef Rebecca has some some products curing in that room as well, which we just debuted at uh, we we did a uh, house-cured branzola at our last wine dinner about a week ago. So they're just starting to roll that out and that's Chef Scott's baby and Chef Rebecca's having some fun with it as well. Um, but you know, I told them that, my friends from Connecticut, but I said also, you know, they have they just focus on trying to find unique things as close to home as possible. And, you know, that was already important in Colorado. You know, that's a, that's a huge part of Colorado and what made me fall in love with it. But now since, you know, since, since COVID and, and all the trials and tribulations, it's, it's growing even more. Like you want to know who's making products in your backyard that you can know and trust, you know, and you can't trust an organic label anymore. Always. You can't trust certifications. You got to know where your stuff is coming from. And what these two do is forge those relationships and what everybody does you know, pretty much that you bring on your show is, is people that know and respect, you know, their local growers what's and that? purveyors.
2: Oh, you want to do that? No, hey, days. if you
3: want to jump Tyzok, in, Tyzach. ready. Tyzach, what's he's going ready. on? Oh yeah, someone cleared all our glasses. Yep, jump in. On the mic. Thank you
5: very much. I didn't know what was
3: going on. Tyzok Wharton.
11: Check, check, check.
5: Originally
7: from West Virginia. And
3: moved
7: your guy's to, moved to famed winemaker. I mean, moved to San Francisco, he's making wine at a, a an urban winery called Bluxom Street in San Francisco, and how many years were you there for?
11: Five. Five years. Five seasons. Yeah. 2010 Craig through Jones, 2015. Our,
7: our founder, uh, found him in San Francisco, and much like, you know, Craig. That's Craig's magical element is, is finding amazing no people. Craig, we miss him. Craig Jones. Uh, he might be watching. You never I know. I hope he is but watching. Craig, it, Craig right? we love you. We're sorry you can't be here. You missed. Uh, you missed our two chefs and and one others. He was here for the first couple of nights, but. <laughs> He, he shouldn't have missed these dinners. They're too good. Too good. But anyway, Tazak came out here four years ago. And, uh,
11: 2016, yeah. Found a yeah. member of the winery
7: yeah. winery and, and continues to grow and evolve and slay it every day. And every year he's doing something new and getting to know the terroir better in Colorado, which is what we really hang our hats on these days. You know, we'll always do our, our bulk wine acquisitions that we then blend, age and finish ourselves. But... The Colorado fruit that comes from people like Talbot Farms, who's here tonight, and uh, Kebab Sauvage Isn't from
6: fun. Colorado nicest Vineyard Specialist. You know,
7: it's uh, it's all about that for
3: us. You heard that she she dug on you a little bit with she that. Dug on the me. nicest sloppy Joe C- Craig ever. Craig is fun. Um, <laughs> well, but it, that's interesting. And and Tiza, tell the little story because you guys were talking to me about the the sustainability of bringing it all in from California, right? And and that changed because in the beginning you guys were. A Colorado winemaker, but using a lot of california grapes the,
11: the demand was uh, started to become more intensified uh, our, our, our guests were like, "Hey, where's all your Colorado inventory?" Yeah. <laughs> so that was evident that there was interest, and uh, we, we, we grew up on that uh, request to to bring bring it to the front range
3: well and it's special because I'll tell you a lot of people out there I mean myself included Yeah. okay so
2: little you're bit 59er very, very little bit of sabo, hands down in of my opinion just, just one of the, the best up.
3: colorado yeah. reds i've Thank had in a long time
11: that's
7: much um, appreciated
3: Thank yeah you. definitely yeah. you haven't
7: had a glass tonight i've served you a glass every night this every week. night i, I know I, I have to go get you well one. And
3: you know what the problem was is <laughs> our good friend charles talbot yeah. walked up to me with a cooler I know of his cider and I've been, you know, and I've been experimenting with ciders no, over the called, last it's 6 months
7: sampling your way through his offerings. Exactly,
3: yeah, bingo, bingo <laughs> because I'll tell you though after this one I've done all all the ones he brought me. What was your favorite? It, he didn't bring it tonight. Uh, but I'll tell out, you out of of, tonight, of tonight it was the the dry so far his uh, dry. The, the dry No, hop, not it, the hop. The, dry. the it was so I I think of the um, brown it, can. Yeah, the brown yeah. can. Yeah. Well, or that Hefeweizen I don't know if you saw uh, that.
11: Alpen, the alvin Vine.
3: Yeah, the Alpen Vine. Um, that one, that was special. Are but you, I'll tell you,
11: a, you're on can number five already. That's impressive.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. This is a beer one. <laughs> one can, one can <laughs> per <laughs> course. I got yeah.
11: you. One can per course.
3: Oh, look at it! He brought a glass of wine. <laughs> I did. Eric Hyatt. Well, are you drinking <laughs> a 59?
11: Oh, we need.
6: We,
7: we,
11: yeah. We're 59 is good. You're, well, but now tell me though, That's because it's someone it's tried it's to serving me a 49. So 49 is. We're still working with California producers and. Assembling blends, barrel aging, uh, but the 59 is solely Colorado, 49 is is California. So oh, okay, okay. Not, uh, not of the hat to the the California Gold Rush.
3: Nice, nice. Well, and that's you know, listen, I I am all about transparency, mm-hmm. yeah. and so I support okay. any company like yours that's like, listen, hey, we're gonna make a good, good kick ass Colorado wine, yeah, yeah. but we also realize that there are people Yay. who have different tastes, certainly. We want to expand on our offerings and be able to have something for everybody, right? You are welcome.
2: That's I a, like that's this. That's a dinner bell right there. They,
3: yeah, they
0: I think it. it is.
2: I there think it go. is. How good do they look?
7: Oof.
3: Phenomenal. Doesn't this look awesome? Phenomenal.
7: Yeah. Chef's mad at me now. Gosh.
3: No, I think she's using your little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not mad at you. I love you, Jay. Uh, I love you too. <laughs>
3: no. Yes, that's wh- thats who I mean, we were I like hearing. Ty's I mean, could... Tyzack
7: more than I like I you, know. but know. <laughs> well, well, it's—it's readily apparent. It's okay. <laughs> but at least I she's like completely like honest. More than I like myself too. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well quint- it's that—it's that it's quintessential quintessential ch-
3: chiseled right face, you know. It's uh. <laughs> He's got to, he's, he's the
7: worst alcoholic aura.
11: <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if that was, was the case, I would have the, the imbibing old. aura of, <laughs> of Tizak, Yeah. No, uh, you know, the the 49 versus oh, the 59, it, it is it's great interesting great to, divide, you know, guy, to yeah. uh, create uh, wines that as you said Ten. suit the palates of of different individuals. Yeah. Uh 49 being more robust, uh 59 being a little bit more refined and, and nuanced and uh, you know, you got the <laughs> heavier hitter and the and, uh, and uh, the more reserved hitter, so
3: it's become an instant favorite of mine, and I'm, you know, and I'm one of those guys. I'll go buy a case, seller it, and then yeah. taste it next year. Yeah, you know, drink it. another case That's this true. year, and you know, Bottle I try to get ahead of it, you know. Yeah. Um, but many, it's hard. How,
7: how much how much right. carboy wine have you had? Have you have you tasted your way? Uh, I know you had a little bit when we were Thank first. You on your yeah, Euro you know, I I wanted to say
3: I've tried probably four or five of your different.
7: We might we might have to do a modern eater. Boy wine experience, you know, I think that would be fun. Not a dinner, just you, no. guys, you guys come down and taste through some barrels with Ty and if he's open to that,
2: yeah, thanks, you guys. Awesome job, really, really I great. I think we're about to dessert. We're okay, okay, how is
1: dinner so far, you guys? Yeah, Are I you think enjoying we'll yourself? Yes. We could even...
7: yes, I want to go know, immediately wanted, right? to the chef because what?
1: last time. We didn't have the opportunity to describe the course before you ate it. And I would love for the chef to describe this one before you get to dig in. So Chef Rebecca Weissman rejoins us. Chef Rebecca, come on up. Yes, you got a lot of fans out here. Actually, there's a couple of tables. They would love if you'd stop by and say hello, do the rounds on that. Also, we have an anniversary over there. Happy anniversary. Yep, Gary and his wife are How celebrating are their That's anniversary. Awesome.
2: Thank you so much for coming and joining us.
1: All right, Chef, please describe this course.
2: Um, so this is a really fun play on a, um, pumpkin uh, gnocchi, alla Romagna. So it's um, traditionally made with semolina flour that you cook like polenta, but we use the bow and arrow uh, white cornmeal. To make this, it has roasted pumpkin in it. That's on the bottom. And then we used Harper Feeders lamb shoulder and ground that to make a traditional lamb bolognese. Um, On top is some aged pecorino cheese and a little crispy sage and pumpkin seeds. And then there's roasted pumpkin as well. So we did pumpkin two ways on this.
3: And that's exciting. The pumpkin, again, from Petraco Farms up north of us. But what's really cool little story, and we couldn't get them on tonight, was the bow and arrow cornmeal that she used. Because that is all grown by the Ute Indian tribe down in southwestern Colorado. Um, And they are doing some incredible things down there. All they do is focus on corn. And you highlighted it. You knocked it out tonight.
2: Oh, thank you. It's a great ingredient to work with. I wasn't really sure how it was going to come out. But hopefully you enjoy it. I think it all came together pretty well.
1: What do you think, you guys? Yes, yes, see? and more yeses. That's exactly what we love to hear. Hospitality, service, this is your, This is what you love. You love this right here.
2: I do. Enjoy. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you, Chef. Um, cheese Importers, are you familiar with these guys? I am. Yeah, Cheese Importers, they give us a lot of the great products, and I'd love for you to do the introduction because this gentleman right here, every time I speak to him, it's like, wow, his connection to local Products, ingredients, and sourcing—making sure you get, brings them in. I'd love for you to make this introduction, Brian.
3: Well, a very special family, second-generation company out of Longmont, Colorado. Um, what Sam and Clara have created up there—not only listen, chefs need stuff sometimes that we don't source here in Colorado. We do not have balsamic oil that's or balsamic vinegar that's been aged for 200 years. I want some of that balsamic oil. These
6: guys—you <laughs> might be able to find a vinegar oil mix,
3: but. But that's the thing that's important is a lot of these chefs need ingredients sometimes that we cannot produce in the state. Cheese Importers is there, but also I would take that a step farther because if you've heard Robbie and you've heard the ethos of Cheese Importers, they're like, listen, if you are a small cheese producer in Colorado, introduce him. call, us, call us, Robbie Rosenberg, <laughs>
1: yes. Cheese Importers yes, right here. Yes, yes, Robbie, how are you? Oh, thank you. Got to have a, a glass you. of wine.
5: Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for the introduction, Brian. Um, it's, uh, it's an honor to be a part of what the Modern Eater's been doing this summer and this fall now, uh, you know, really giving a great platform. You know, what they do online is incredible, and, and having the platform for our industry uh, to kind of come together and talk about everything that everybody's doing, chefs being creative, suppliers, producers, uh, all across the line. And uh, we're really honored to be part of, you know, the in-person uh, modern eater experience which is the summer and fall dinner series and and we've been a we've been a proud sponsor uh throughout the process uh you know what we do is you know we get to hear how all uh the the trout farmers and the palisade peach farmers and everybody's coming together and and we kind of sprinkle the cherry on top where all the chefs that are uh, are using these ingredients we we bring everything else that they can't find like like uh brian said in colorado so you know we're a, uh, we're a specialty company. Um, we, got, we specialize in cheeses and cured meats and, and locally imported. And um, we're always trying to find the best stuff uh, and bring it to the table for the chefs in Colorado. And The Modern Eater has really uh, brought it all together for us all. And uh, we're, we're really proud to be here. And it, it's great to be at Carboy. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank um, you. And uh, it's great to meet you and see, see what kind of incredible food you're putting out at this gorgeous space. And uh, I look forward to, to coming back here again and uh, checking out everything they got going on. Man, this place is awesome, huh? It is. Isn't it man? really yeah. is. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. Oh, ah, Robbie Rosenberg, yeah, Robbie cheese importers. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you. Again,
1: a great supporter of the modern year. We can't thank you enough. Thank you. And Robbie, thank you like you, wine? You. you enjoying the carboy wine?
5: I've been enjoying the carboy wine for sure. The, uh, the carbonic's my favorite.
1: Have you ever heard of a gentleman named Tizak Worthen? No. No, Tizoc, come up here. Now you will. Here is the man <laughs> oh, yeah. behind the wall. Carboys, right let's here. switch up here. Tizoc joins. He's a crowd favorite. He's a bon vivant. He's a, a man about town. He's a guy that I respect and everybody loves. You do it so well and with so much class. But uh, let's welcome Tizoc from Carboy.
11: Cheers, man. Cheers. Thanks, thanks for you, you guys have had a, a whirlwind of uh, five nights of dining and beautiful... Uh, just, it's great to see the community come together and, and uh, enjoy uh, this kind of experience again. So, thank you for, for, for doing that here.
1: Thank you, Taisak. Now, explain Carboy to those, that, and we talk about Colorado, Colorado wine, that's interesting. It's like, ah, but now Carboy, just elevating everything at this point in time.
11: Uh, so, we uh, we launched in uh, 2016, I'll be brief. 2016, uh, did, did a lot of uh, Im- importing of, of uh, custom-crushed, Uh, Grapes and and juice from Washington and California saw demand for more Colorado product, and uh, That's why we we really upped up our our volume of of grape intake from from the lovely Grand Valley over in Palisade and and, uh, Grand Junction. So some surprises are coming up. I hear maybe yeah, we've got uh, we've got some things in store. We got bits and
1: pieces this week. So, I mean, there's (laughs) some things, but uh, a vineyard coming right up.
11: Uh, Yeah, we did acquire a vineyard uh, uh, this uh, past week and uh, still working on that deal and uh, excited to grow some some more grapes from which to uh, uh, do some experiments. So it'll be fun.
3: Well, Tyzok, I got to give it up to you because within four years, the wine program that you have created is so far above what people have been working on for 10 and 20 years. So kudos to you my friend
11: well that thank you that, that work certainly is on the backs of those that, that have been working for the past decade here uh, and longer uh, the, the quality of fruit and the craftsmanship of, of many of the, the winemakers in, in Grand Valley and West Elks the other AVA uh, certainly speaks volumes for the, the progress and the just the level of quality in, increasing across the board so it's exciting to see a region grow and, and help help that, that region along Rocket ship. Yeah. How, did, how does one become
1: a winemaker? Like, what's your background? I mean, uh, I, Craigslist. Craigslist. Craigslist.
0: Craigslist.
11: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like everything, right? Like everything. <laughs> Craigslist.
11: Uh, no, you just have to get in there and get in there and. Uh, Taste taste taste, 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 taste.
1: Taste, <laughs> taste, taste. Taste. <laughs> taste, taste, taste. But coming from San Francisco, I mean, you were highly coveted. These guys actually convinced you to come out here it was well. They of... did. I
11: don't know how they did it, but they, they did. <laughs> they did. I'm here. How it's... many years ago was that? That was uh, 2016. 2015, I had met uh, the, one of the proprietor owners, Craig Jones, and uh, the architect sitting at table seven, uh, he, uh, <laughs> he uh, recommended that they come see the space and, and look at some of the architecture in, in the winery I was at. And, and that's how I was recruited, but, but long story short, I, I'm glad to be here, and uh, it's exciting to be part of a, a new up-and-coming region like Grand Valley.
1: What do you think, you made the right decision? I think so,
11: I think so, yeah, yeah.
1: So many people look up to you and respect you, and your wine speaks for itself. How would you describe your wine and your winemaking style to folks that are drinking it?
11: You know, our, our approach, because we're tightly knit and involved in the, in the restaurant industry here, uh, is, is food-friendly, uh, approachable wines that... Uh, make you want another glass. So that's the goal.
1: Tyzog Wharton, right here. Tyzog, cheers, cheers, Cheers. my friend. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Let's hear for Tyzog, could we? Thank you. Love this guy. That's amazing. Okay, uh, what else do we have coming up, Jay Parker? We're going to bring the music up, and then we'll have dessert here shortly. Talbot Farms is going to come up, and Charles Talbot, and uh, we will put a cherry on top of this thing in just a little while. Thanks for joining us.
3: Thank you.
7: Eric and I get a little overzealous with the uh, with the with the second one, so eating and talking, talking. And we, were, we were planning on sharing a little bit more, but you guys were up there talking to Taisak oh so long that the food was getting cold. We didn't want to have <laughs> it go that route, so we jumped in there for the team. And what do you think? Uh, it was for the team. <laughs> it was, it was just, we, couldn't, we couldn't stop. It was too hard. I think there's <laughs> a downplay we there. We looking at it. We kept, we kept looking at it, and we're like, we're like, ah. Oh, Shouldn't we? No, there's it? other people here. <laughs> there's other people here, you know. But I'm so we got to keep it, trying it to make to make sure.
1: Hey, Jake, could you um bring Eric Hyatt's Bring his on up. On. I don't think Eric's is
0: Sibilance. That's, Sibilance. there. Uh, on. Sibilance. There, we there we go. There we go. There we go.
1: What's good about having the headset on is you can tell talking yeah. and where. I
0: just talk
7: and don't even know I'm not even part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> when I joined the company, that's what they
1: told me about you. People asked me. <laughs> people have asked me and they said, are you ready for this to be done? Right? Five days. It's a. It, this was a sprint. It really was. And I sit and I think and I go, you know, yes, it, it was, you know, showing up. Putting the best foot forward, doing what we can to represent, it, it, means, a it means a lot. You guys have a lot
7: of moving parts. And, and I know I know what it takes to throw events and events of this magnitude. I don't know what it takes to do the production, digital management. aspect of yeah. it. And so that just wows me. You know, just to pull together the dinners is, is you know, hats off to you guys because that's a, that's a baller five days of chefs and purveyors and yeah, snap. distillers and breweries and... Uh, the wine is easy, you know. Like wine is wine is uh, wine very easy I'm to get. Sure. But, well, but, but you know, then to, I wanna to be able this. to produce it and to be able to zoom in to some of these people that couldn't yeah. make it here tonight—that's um, fun. I like yeah. that part yeah. of that. I need
1: to. I will be. You know, come tomorrow and it'll be. I'll, I'll look around at five o'clock and I'll go. Wow. You're gonna miss us. I am gonna, gonna miss I'm us. gonna miss this a lot. I really am.
7: Like, we'll I'm hoping
1: cr- I'm hoping it b- can become a tradition, but here's somebody that I really wanna recognize and knowing him he's probably actually watching this stream because that's CJ. how much you get Craig Jones. Yeah. yeah. Craig Jones. Craig if you're watching and I think you are, um, you do so much to support us all. As you,
3: individuals, as as business people, as, yeah. you know. Well, and Greg, talk it's about, though, that we set this thing up, though, fast because Craig came to our summer dinner series. I think he works he... quick, too, though, doesn't yeah. he? Does yeah. he work fast? Yeah. When he yeah. sees something when, good, he, yeah. he'll go
0: fast? When we uh, opened we up We bought a vineyard last week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he taught. right. That me was two that weeks into the making. <laughs> back in 2013 when we were doing the reconstruction over at Angelos, and he said we need to do this, this, and this. And it was just, like, you know, things that need to be done. First, call this person for this. Call this person for this. And so here I am. And I'm writing it down. He said, what are you writing it down for? I said, so I can call. He's like, no, no, pick up your phone and call these people. He's like, if you've got something to do, just do it. When it's done, it's done. And so you know, he instills that, that value of, of taking it on a task right away, putting it on, getting it done and putting it behind you. And really, It really took to heart. And I see him doing that with each of our new team members as we grow the business. Take care of things now. When he, why put off something tomorrow that you can get done and, put, and get, take care of today? Well,
3: and he's quick to identify talent. I'll tell you. That's one thing about Craig, guys. Yeah. I, he's got a sharp eye for talent.
0: Like, mostly because he's lazy. He doesn't want to do any of the work himself. Greg's <laughs> yeah. laughing, so he, just take notes. He's uh, I'm, not, I'm
1: laughing. not laughing.
0: He's Mr. <laughs> <laughs> he's Mr. <laughs> Talk to text. I literally, and, I'm, and I feel not, bad. do it now. I, do I, all of it now.
1: I wake up to, like, a text or an email from Craig Jones. I'm like, what and, and and it's first of all Yeah, first of all he's very forward with his his thanks. Like thanks for this, thanks for that, and then humor. He leads with those two things, humor and thanks. And then he'll have the ask of, of and you know what? He's E F hunting to me. Because when Craig says something I listen and I know when he asks something that's important to him, there's a good chance that there's a real good reason why he wants to do it that way. I respect this man uh, beyond belief I haven't worked with him as long as you guys have Maybe I've got the wool pulled over my eyes But I really don't think I do He's, oh, a, no. he's, he's, he's an he's angel uh, the earth.
0: He, is, he an is an amazing human
7: He's he not always the easiest to work with <laughs> no. But he's an amazing human being And he genuinely cares about everything That he, he has uh, His people, his restaurants His guests um, Not always easy though you No, know? not at all But awesome Worth every, worth every difficulty.
1: I don't know how you juggle so many personalities, so many paychecks. I think mean, the responsibility must be huge. Well, that, but
7: we talked about that earlier. You know, the the paychecks. That, that's this guy right here, Bradley. Bradley, <laughs> second shout out tonight. Bradley, he's makes, paying everybody. Yeah, he's he the makes, accountant, and he, he's out here he running food. A, he, is not. Tip he really is. Yeah, For he's your finance guy, right? He's got a hand in everything. He, 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 he silent killer. HR. Silent killer. Yeah. HR guy, finance guy. Bradley. And manages the restaurant a couple nights a week down in Littleton. Wow. Craig, I think Craig. No
0: I think Craig's ace in the hole is that he um, he works out between two o'clock in the morning and five o'clock in works the morning. what out. He has an exercise bike at his house, and he gets on it. Yeah, for three hours a night, he rides the exercise No, hour he hour does. we need to zoom in on that because <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't I won't believe that If this is it. true, I is like Craig, you're on a whole <laughs> <does>, other level. <laughs> he does drink a green
7: juice every morning. He comes in, and you know, every every two weeks I get to I get to share. He's like, oh, you want a little bit? I haven't yeah. drank out of it yet, and uh, it, it's. That recipe can be sold yeah. because it's, it's so good. It's yeah. funny,
1: we're out here having a wine dinner. Jay and I, Jay actually sat down with dinner. We were out here, I don't know, it was a month and a half ago, one of Chef Rebecca's wine dinners.
5: Yeah.
1: Out here dining, Craig's bouncing around doing his thing. And I said, I pulled him aside. I said, Craig, I said, man, how do you not get wrapped up in the business? How are you not a fall down drunk, always just drinking wine and eating? And you, you could, right? And he goes, no, nope, well, listen. I think there may be one or two times, so he brings over one of the servers and he goes, how many times have you seen me, you know, off my, how many times have you seen me drinking a little too... and he's expecting this response. The guy goes, I don't know, 40, 50 times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was probably Ellington calling And it, like, he's like, like <laughs> Craig's like, he turns <laughs> a sheet of white light.
1: Okay. And we're like, all right, Mr. 40, 50 times. And <laughs> how long you he worked here? A year? I'm like, hey, man. I don't know. 40 if, days. Yeah. I don't know if that's the, uh, the right line But Craig Jones, man. Craig, thank you so much. And it just, it transcends through all of you. I look at each, each and every one of you, and I admire you. And and, we're and, we're in many different, different ways. Here,
7: you know?
8: Yeah. Well, probably in, all of these great people wouldn't be together ways. without
7: Craig. Yeah. You know, he's, like you said earlier, he has the uncanny ability to pull in people that are that are great. You know, and it's like that's why we, at least I do. I don't know about Eric because he's got to work with uh, with Caramy and Cole down there. But uh, <laughs> I love coming to work because I get to work with Tizoc and and, uh, and Chef Rebecca and Chef Scott and, and our winemaking team yeah. and. Yeah, the, you don't find anybody in the company that you don't love. And I jest about Angelos, but I, yeah. once in a while I'll deliver kegs over there just so I can come say hi to the crew. You know?
1: now, <laughs> we love that. Angelo Lavio, real person, represented many, many years ago. was that. friends with your mom? Friends with the whole family. And I, you know, I named after Grace, me, Greg. Her name was Gregoria. Um, if there was any time that there would be a name change with Angelos, I'd say make it Hyatt's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My dad rest in, rest, in, rest in peace. Would love
11: that. He'd like that. I'd oh like yeah, he'd love that. That
1: would be a transitional name. Is where it looks like.
3: Let's go to the next century with this yeah, guy. I would never do keep that going. Thing. I know. It well, was. it's Anangelo. not as Italian sounding. That's for sure. Doesn't but need no, to be.
0: It's, a, it's a Jewish. It's Russian yeah. Jewish sounding. <laughs>
3: So Hotel we pivot to pizza bagels. <laughs> uh, it could be
6: uh-huh. yeah. Brian speaks, <laughs> and, it speaks yeah, the truth. Would have a little Asian Tell <laughs> the story of why, why
0: oysters. Tell that story.
6: Uh, it was
0: talking about, we'll bring up his name again, uh, Craig. We went to, um, went to New Orleans for a buddy's bachelor party. And uh, it was a fishing trip. Uh, it involved a lot of denim, sh- denim shorts, and a lot of beer we did a lot of fishing and um, it was a really really fun trip and it culminated with a night on uh, bourbon street in that area and then and there was char grilled oysters involved and we've never eaten char grilled oysters or i've never even seen them or were aware that they were a thing and so we came back to denver and craig's like hey go see where you can find some char grilled oysters in denver so you know i got on i got on the internets back then and started my search and it found nothing yeah, A O L Yeah, that was two eighty six. Yeah, Papa were doing. Um, they they maybe did like a, a oysters Rockefeller, yeah. and then maybe I saw a baked oyster here or there. Um, but that was it. No one was doing anything. It was raw oysters, and, and that was pretty much it. Or fried oyster po' boys. So um, we bought Angelo's, and we were gonna change it. We really, it was going to be a bar. But dive bar, right? I it was going to be a Craig dive had, bar. Craig
7: had Pop on Pearl and Pop on Penn. Yeah. Were you Pop on Pearl?
0: Yeah, Pop on Pearl, and, and, um, and we were going to do the sim- similar kind of concept there. <laughs> dive bars were hot back in 2013. Sure. There was yeah, no right. doubt about it. And so um, the neighborhood did not want that. They would have fought us on the liquor license, so we listened to them, and we didn't want to... We didn't want to shake the, the proverbial walnut tree. You had a
7: lot, you had a lot of friends that I asked you what the hell you were doing thinking about changing it, too. Right? Yeah. Los like, was such an institution. It's been
0: there for 40 years, and, and we didn't realize it, you know, how, that following. how threaded into the community was in the very beginning until we started talking about it, and we quickly changed our tune. And so we started talking about oysters. So we went out down to downtown at um, the kitchen downtown, and I was on the corner yep. there, and we got oysters. And they were four dollars a piece. This is back what? in 2013. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. They were four bucks wow. a piece. And so we're like, oh, we'll we'll have two. I mean, <laughs> yeah. They were proud of those two oysters. Stores. Yeah. yeah. And, Where they just, getting and, them from? and so we. And then so I was like, whoa, that's kind of Thank ridiculous. You. So we looked around, and everyone was three fifty, four bucks a piece. Yeah. So we said, let's let's bring oysters to Denver, but let's make them approachable. People love oysters. Yeah. And, and not everyone.
3: But some people, it's a very, uh, it's a very.
5: Oh, doing? I'm yeah. in
3: the, I'm in the oyster yeah, club. people I like like, yeah, rich, yeah, I will throw down a dozen like it's nobody's
0: business. So we bought a bunch of oysters from Seattle Fish. We actually sat on the, on the, uh, on the patio of Pablo's next door with the uh, one of the owners of Seattle Fish, Those and, guys are and great. Derek. And he said, "Hey, we, we want to do, we want to buy oysters. We want to know if we can get a deal from you." So, what, how many are you going to buy? We like, I think we can sell about five thousand a month. I said, well, when you guys get to that number, we'll talk about a restructure and pricing. And so, you know, fast forward to where we are right now, we're we're shucking over nine thousand a week. Oh. He was, was just blown Take away that, by yeah. it, and that's just out of that one location over on Sixth yeah. Avenue. But it was funny. So we bought we bought a bunch of oysters from <laughs> Seattle Fish, a, a variety, because we wanted to see what they're all about. And you know, you know who never shucked an oyster when we started an oyster bar? This guy. Yeah. So we're shucking oysters. I'm stabbing myself oh my like sure. you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Trying to find that little muscle at the oh, yeah. end, right? And right Craig just, and I are having competitions. To this day, he still thinks he's a better shucker okay, than I am. Oh yeah, But he's good. He, he gets his, he he his shucker. He will he be on the Modern was, Eater you know, show at some, you some point.
7: You versus Craig. Craig has a ringer come in. And <laughs>
0: yeah, and does it behind his back. He's going to do it yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. He's solid, man. He's well, it's like a little stab and twist, right? I mean, yeah, it's more about leverage than anything else. And so you know we're shucking oysters and we're eating them and we're we're having a good time with it and we're trying and we, so we brought the idea to Chef Scott Hibbenith, Hibbenith, and um and so he started You're high. having some fun. He's his I'm high and he's hip. <laughs> he's got. The, um, and so we started playing around I with grilled oh and my. uh and he started he started coming up with some really good flavors and so we did take a couple of trips out to the Western Slope, I mean um the West Coast and visited a bunch of oyster farms in the West Coast and got some ideas and uh, and then kind did of made it our coast own. Coast What's hotter, the no, pizza or the I oysters did, there? Where's that? At Angelo's. Angelo's
7: Oysters. I don't know. <laughs> pizza. It's, 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 if it's, it's, it's happy crazy. hour, it's a tough mix, too. Cause it's they, crazy how well the oyster program fits with the Angelo's food concept, though. It's yeah. like, it's like it, it, if people like Italian and oysters, and it's like, yes, Italy is a—, is a is a one area, some, but it's like it coasts. It, it fits perfectly.
1: Can people sit at that sweet ass bar yet?
7: Yeah, they
1: can. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. But two and then off and yeah. then two. We got two. House.
7: We got two areas at the
0: bar. One right like by Roland the oyster Art. bar, yeah. so you can watch. You can watch Enrique shuck oysters five days a week. Um, gosh, I, I'm not
1: lamenting and I'm not going back, but I'll tell you what. You try Angelo's. You drive by Happy Hour. That's my way home from work. You look in that window, it's summertime, and that bar area would be
3: packed. Yeah, it is a good-looking scene. A wow. Yeah. Well, hey, Greg, It'll you guys, not to distract, but the chef right here is starting to chef play up. up. His mic is hot, and we can find out. Chef Scott, what do you got going on? forgetting. I'm sorry. Well,
1: he's not Chef's mic'd up, not and hot. it's actually oh, Chef Rebecca. Night. I just Ryan, had production team night.
6: tell me to go to Chef. <laughs>
1: chef, are you there? Hi. Hi. Okay, let's talk. We're on the stream right now. Give us an idea, and you've got the uh, chef Scott Hibbeneth here working with you. He's your Yay. sous chef tonight. Sous chef. I love it. Okay, tell us about dessert.
2: So we have um, on the bottom oh of the goodness. plate here, we have a sea salt and uh, brown sugar mascarpone cheese. This is a um, brown butter and pear tort, and it's getting topped with some poached pears. So we have pears in the cake. And then we also poach some in our Carboy Grand Valley red wine. And that's going to get a little pear syrup as well. If this is
1: on top of a mountain, I'm going to climb it and I'm never coming back down. This looks (laughs) so
2: amazing. I just want to give a mad shout out to Jorge here. He does all of our desserts. He helps with everything. And he is amazing. Jorge. Love you, Jorge.
1: Good Lord. Look at this. And he
2: puts up with me every day. So that makes me even luckier.
1: And uh, we've got Mark Whistler that's helping out tonight. Mark, this has been a great week, too, and thanks for joining us and doing this with us He's been us here tonight. a couple nights. He then? has, really helping out and putting down some sugar. This dessert's going to – I know that this dessert's going to kill it. This will be the best last the course de ever. Yes.
3: Well, how could you not get a whole apple pie or a pear pie to yourself? And what is this? This is, as Chef just described, the – oh, my gosh. Does this have to come out pretty hot? Peach.
1: No, no. it's no? just warm. Just warm? Perfect. Oh, my goodness. When did you make these, Jorge?
2: <laughs> today.
1: Just today. Fresh as fresh can Gotta be. Got to be fresh. And then what's this last?
2: These are our red wine poached pears. Oh, my top.
3: God.
1: Are these Not Talbot? Some, yes,
2: they yes. are. They're Talbot farms. Shh.
1: uh, uh, I mean, dumb question, but you've made this before, obviously.
2: Um, No, not with the poached pears. We have made uh, this cake before with different – it works best with pears and apples because when they cook, the moisture comes out in them. Um, But I do love this uh, cake recipe in different forms. And, Chef, how did you turn that pear red? Uh, we poached it in our carboy. <laughs> Told him a
3: dirty story.
1: Carboy, uh,
2: Grand Valley red wine with a little bit of thyme and cinnamon and um, a little bit of sugar, and we reduced that poaching liquid down, and that's going to be a garnish on oh on the plate goodness. as well. And so you just didn't cut all the way up to the top and fanned it out that way. Again, this is my good friend Jorge over here that makes me look good by yeah, making these
7: beautiful pear fans. I take no it credit of matches, for It kind of matches the apple wheel on the
2: on the <laughs> cocktail tonight. so It's pretty cool. It Does beautiful.
3: anything get drizzled on this?
7: Yeah, or it's th-
2: going to get a red wine syrup. Ooh, behind
3: I you. love it. Well, and Greg, don't you like, though, how she realized the color? Because people really, that's one of the things yeah. that a lot of people don't realize. Checking when you walk into the produce department <laughs> at any grocery store, it's all about color. The vibrancy of what's like coming at
7: you. I, I know is. she's, she's just, just dropped the mic, you
1: rushing are it, rushing you, it. Chef. Hey, chef, well, I have the opportunity and have you here right now? And you, we've bombarded you all week long, but you've gotten to know us a little bit. But in particular, <laughs> say so. He, he's just so under recognized, but Jay Parker. I love Jay Parker. Working he hard.
2: Is we've become the- very good friends this week. Yeah. I make him coffee before he comes. He texts me <laughs> when he's on his way. <laughs> I'm going to miss him next week. I'm very sad. I have a feeling he
1: probably might
3: just come by for that morning coffee. I know. So he said they, that he told us about that routine, just so you know. He <laughs> loves your morning routine yeah. that you guys have created.
2: I, I, I got to say, honestly. I may miss Jay Parker next week. Um, he won't miss us, but no, we miss Jay. I don't know, Jay. maybe. Because <laughs> you guys make drinker. me talk. Jay, he just hangs out with me. That's
1: right. Jay <laughs> is a legend. He really is. And any opportunity I get to, to talk about Jay Parker, I'd, I like to take And Thank you for welcoming us into your house. It's been quite the whirlwind of a week. This is the last course. Rebecca, I always think that if I say just the right thing, you might just cry with me. Because <laughs> I think... <laughs> This deserves a couple of tears ending this week. It's been amazing, Chef.
2: This week has been amazing. Um, If our fearless leader is listening, thank you, Craig, for this beautiful, beautiful venue and allowing us to have this amazing dinner series here. We're really lucky not only to have this space, but this whole team and you guys here, and Jason and Tizoc and Chef Scott and I barely get to cook together. It's so, so fun it's when super, you do though. Well. super, super, so super fun.
7: To
2: Eric, our other partner in this company, thank you for being here and helping us out. It's just a wonderful way to finish this week. Chef Scott, thank you. I love working with you. If you really want to thank, thank so me, I'll Can I have two and of these? <laughs> hey, Rebecca. <laughs> Jay
1: Parker's putting a headset on. This is when you know we're closing down the series. And yeah. Check check. Jay's re- check check. He's got the logo. He's representing, right? He's got the hat, the t-shirt on. Jay, we were just talking about you. I don't know whether it was good or bad, but we were. It was great. Well, if I could guess, I'd say it was uh, incredible. It was incredible. Look take- at this. I heard you guys talking a little bit about colors, right? And, and this is in my estimation like a little bit of of how you eat with your eyes, right? That's part of it, too. You know, that's What something. do you know about eating?
2: <laughs> I, I no, I know how to eat. Listen, man, just There's because There's very I don't few
1: people that get you to eat. Oh, chef it, Rebecca got you to eat today. to the coffee
2: in the morning, yeah. you do get to-go meals at the end of the night as well. <laughs> See, now, listen, I just don't eat <laughs> like a traditional right
1: person yeah. at a table it's with okay. utensils. It's, it's You know, I consume great. the oh. same amount of food, and I enjoy it's it just the same, just only I am... You know, half naked, and and I use my hands. <laughs> oh my God! Okay. Sometimes it's toes. Like <laughs> that's right. <So laughs> yeah. Snap! Yeah. I'm gonna keep snaps. Yeah, I'm right. watching this have. come together. <laughs> it's and, so beautiful.
0: And so, Rebecca's been doing this for five days straight. You know, you have had each chef has been coming in yeah. and doing their She's thing. She's been out here helping. But who's been here one. with every single one of them? Yeah. Chef Rebecca. Chef Rebecca, and then she that's finishes funny. off with this. She's sprinting across the finish line. Now, Chef always
1: says that she's shy and she doesn't like to talk about herself. She does well, brought her out a little bit I this think week. that she's we should talk about her. If She up. won't do it. Then let's do it. We'll go on down the let's line. Not. She doesn't
0: mind if you do. Oh.
7: <laughs> she might not finish this round of desserts. She's
1: talented. Um, commands the kitchen. Everybody loves her. The stories that she was saying with uh, Alex Seidel here, the other day, how they yeah. met and, and where the ranks that she came up through. I mean just shining. You've been stuck, yeah, just, just help shining.
2: today. I just want to thank you me. and all week. It was really like fun for her amazing, to have that awesome moment presence. too with those guys again yeah, and on I, Wednesday. Thank you so much. We, we really else. appreciate you.
1: She's uh doing what a great gotta chef would do. Got to
2: come check out
1: your place. Compliment. When are you reopening? All right, here's what we need to do. We need to regroup. We need a strong we need finish. We need to oh, steal cool. one I of these. I definitely want to come. I think we do too. Okay, we're going to do a strong finish. We're at Logan Street. We thank you guys for joining us. Uh, DJ is running around on that roaming camera. We're going to bring up Charles Talbot, another yeah. uh, centennial He's been sipping farm. on
7: his cider all night. I know. How you know, is we it? We buy his grapes. His ciders are great. I've worked with them in the past. And uh, Carboy Winery buys grapes from Talbot Farms. Mm-hmm. Always has great product, and uh, we love working with it. And uh, I think we actually just bought a little bit of uh, bulk wine from him as well that we'll we'll put into one of our blends.
1: We're going to wrap this baby up in a real way going to be good it. all right uh, these guys waiting for this dessert this dessert's going to bring down the
0: house. you want to wrap it up by by me eating this dessert is that what you said
7: well yes we, we all want our own individual desserts <laughs> this round yeah, is that we, what we're doing i think we do i think so all
0: you right. know what i like if do we have we, enough you keep going yeah you know what i like i just talking with um the, the owner of talbot farms that's here yeah man what a great guy though just yeah. as a as a person this yeah. guy charles yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Right oh look at me blushing. <laughs> I have been interact
7: I've been interacting with him all week on on social media, you know. He's been liking Let's the pictures. He's been talking behind the scenes and and uh like I said, we've been working with his fruit for the past couple of years and I've worked with his ciders in the past running bar programs and Happy to have you all here. Yeah. T- yeah tonight we got
1: the tie. We got the vest. We got <laughs> the hair comb. Like I, he
7: dresses like I dress. So I had to bring in, in some of, of that up. cowboy swag. little of that you
1: know? Western Slope love. Yeah. The official introduction. Charles Talbot joins us. We're on the stream. We're going to do, we're trying to plan our, uh, how we bring the house down, right? This is the last dinner, the last course. Everybody's dining. They're in that crease I was talking about.
12: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is okay. it from your side? I'm looking s- over there. It, it's happy, it's lovely. The, the the setting all together just sets this extremely relaxing mood. The food is absolutely fantastic. On top of that, you add the great Colorado beverages that we've been enjoying tonight. The conversation's flowing, people are laughing, people are smiling. That's all it's, you need. It's unbelievable. That's
1: good stuff. You're in the crease. <laughs> You're in the crease, my friend. Alright, these guys have no idea. Look at this. Look over here. Goodness gracious. Look at your pairs, man.
7: I think you should just tell everybody you see thank those? you for coming and have them all leave, and we'll just eat the rest of them. We'll eat them all. <laughs> That's right. Uh, can we get all these to go?
6: <laughs> if you don't mind.
7: Look at the color
12: on these pears, man. It's absolutely That's in wine. It's so beautiful. There were probably some grapes from you. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a good Peer. chance there. Well, it was a carboy
3: wine that they, that they married. What did she say? She... Greg, po- Do you poach. remember that? Po- poached she poached them, them in wine, a uh,
7: little bit of sugar, wine, spices, and then uh, poached them in that, and then reduce that down afterwards, and, and poured that over the top as a drizzle.
1: Oh. and then the powdered sugar on the top. She just doubles good. down on and it. And that I last love
7: ingredient it. is that from Scott? That's
2: that looks like quintessential. Is that Scott's ball? garden right
7: there?
0: That you're putting
1: on yeah, top. Yeah, what are you putting on there, chef?
2: from my garden. <laughs> <Fried> <laughs> rosemary from uh,
0: Chef's garden. How did it work out? How did it turn out with the garden the rest of the season?
2: Pretty good. I mean, I I had a little potted garden that I did in we, my yard. We have a this ton year. of nasturtiums here though. That yeah. we're still
7: using. Yeah. And
2: I bring them from home too cuz yeah. I have an obsession with nasturtium. I have we like planted 10 nasturtium pots. They didn't at they home. didn't flower
7: at all here with the but but we've had leaves galore. Yeah,
2: we for have. Here. We've had a ton. It's pretty cool.
1: If you guys wouldn't mind, keep this stream going. I'm going to get set over here. We're going to get Charles Talbot we up. We're going to get we? the chef back I'm in. Like, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're talking yeah, to you. And the uh, chef's in the kitchen right now. We're plating this delicious dessert. We're going to talk about awesome. dessert. Yeah. We're going to talk about the pears coming from Charles Talbot. And then we're going to bring this you house guys down. You guys can start running
3: from over okay, there. Oh, they're going to start running. Okay, I'm going to grab these microphones. You get this
2: microphone. Oh, Brian, that's yours. <laughs> This I is ju- mine. I, yeah. That's Charles's. There was rosemary in the poaching liquid. It goes. I like. All it. right.
0: I'm running food.
2: I'm running. Half <laughs> <move>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good job, you guys. Really. Okay, we're running
1: dessert out. How was that main drawing. course? Okay. Woo. I mean, really, truly, that was. Amazing, we were talking about that on the stream, Brian. And oh my goodness, this is what okay. So now you should officially be in the crease. Who's in the crease? Yes, you're in the, in the, crease? the crease. All right, in you're the feeling crease. it, you're loving it. I'm glad you're here tonight. Uh, as we wrap up a wonderful week, there's a lot of thank yous that we have to do, and we will do those, but there's also a couple of people that we still want to talk to. Chef Rebecca, is your mic on?
2: Uh, I think so. Yep.
1: Hey, Chef Rebecca, all right, let's describe this dessert, if you could. Here is dessert coming out, and Chef Rebecca, Chef Rebecca Weissman, coming out. Thank you, Chef.
2: Um, This dessert is a uh, brown butter and roasted pear tort. Um, There are red wine poached pears. We did use our carboy, Grand valley. Um, red wine for that and we poached pears down with a little bit of thyme and rosemary on top is a little toasted rosemary and on the bottom of the plate is a mascarpone that's been whipped with some coarse brown sugar and sea salt so enjoy
1: i mean just enjoy like You've got on top of the mountain, you're going to eat that, and you'll never want to come back down. This is the best of the best that you have right here. And what makes it good is delicious local ingredients, and we have another centennial farm out of Palisade, Colorado. We've been lucky to have this gentleman join us all week. He's a class act. He's very passionate about what he does. Sixth generation or fifth generation? Sixth generation. Sixth Sixth. generation farmer from Talbot awesome. Farms. Here he is, Charles oh, Talbot, here with pears. us tonight. Yep. They're yep.
2: amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for uh,
12: doing such a great job with the uh, fruit that we're producing on the Western Slope.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, we're, we were really excited to get those pears in. I used them two ways. Yeah, what would so
1: you do much. to those pears?
2: What's that?
1: What would you do to those pears tonight? Um,
2: we diced them up and macerated them and put them in the cake, and then we took half of them and poached them in our carboy red wine. Yeah, true. Two good applications.
1: Great products, but talk about what you grow there at Talbot. Yeah,
12: Talbot Farms. Yeah, so my name is Charles Talbot. I'm a sixth generation peach farmer in uh, Palisade, Colorado. Uh, We have been farming in the Grand Valley since 1907. Uh, Today, we still have three generations working uh, in our operation. Uh, Although my grandpa is still semi-retired, he finds the time to come in and haggle us every day, and you know, (laughs) keep us happy, keep us honest, and uh, like our elders should. Yeah, yeah, like he should. should, You know, Um, from there, uh, we farm about three hundred and fifty acres of peaches, about one hundred and sixty acres of wine grapes, uh, in supplying thirty-four Colorado wineries. Uh, We also make our own Colorado wines uh, as well. And then we do about 40 acres of miscellaneous that are broken down between pears, cherries, um, apricots, and a small amount of apples. Uh, We produce uh, apple juice. Uh, We've been doing that since the 1980s. My dad started that in 1983. And then in 2015, my cousin and I started uh, Talbot Cider Company, uh, which is a hard cider company that's distributed statewide. So we got the farm, we got the fresh juice, uh, the cidery, the winery, the tap house, and uh, we're just seeing where we can go next. Well, and Charles, I want to say something special,
3: Greg, because we haven't spoken about this all week long, but where the location of your family orchards is is very different and unique because Palisade just isn't one level. You guys are up higher on the mesa, and that creates a different growing region almost, you have a microclimate up there versus what they have down lower, but I think you have orchards all around, but talk about that and what you guys have learned.
12: So we have multiple microclimates in the Grand Valley. We actually call it the banana belt. Uh, you got the book lifts, you got the Grand Mesa, and then you have horse mountain. Uh, the closer you are to the mountains, uh, the less of a chance you have of freezing. Uh, So your varieties change uh, based on cold hardiness. The closer you are to the mountains, to the further you get away. But if you look at what we're growing in Palisade, Colorado, you couldn't grow at 20 minutes in Grand Junction uh, because the climate is 10 to 15 degrees colder, uh, which is enough to say you can't grow there.
1: Wow, just can't grow there. Um, Talbot Farms, we did a tour, I think, a week ago, just just last week. or. Man, we were there to see the operation. You have so much history there. You guys are amazing. Got to see your father. Your mother was here with us last night. This is truly what Colorado and community is all about, but I'd love to hear it for Charles Talbot and Talbot Farms right now, if you would.
10: Thank you, thank you.
1: We have a lot of people to thank here as we wrap up the fall dinner series. Hopefully you took a lot of pictures. You will see, I mean, come on, Colorado. Are we glad to be here or what? Look at tonight. Yes. It's October 2nd. Yes. It's amazing. We've got about uh, five more minutes to make some noise, and we're going to make some noise because we have to. Yeah. All right, let's do this. First of all, we need to thank Chef so much for just killing it, batting cleanup. Chef Rebecca. Chef Rebecca Weissman. Oh. Yes, thank you Chef, so much. Yes. Let's hear it for Chef Rebecca Weissman. Yes. That's what I love. You guys, I'm going to thank, thank every single person in this place, individually probably. Awesome. Uh, your staff that helped out tonight, could you please acknowledge these guys?
3: Jorge, we got to
1: meet him oh, a little bit.
2: Scott, of course, Chef Scott, my partner in crime in this company. Chef Scott Hibbeneth, and your
1: dinner last night was delicious too. I don't
2: know where Mark went. He's been super helpful too this entire week, and we're so appreciative of him. Mark Whistler.
1: Wherever you are. Yep, there he he is. Mr. Mark Whistler, thanks for all the help this week. Uh, Eric Hyatt, thank you so much. Snap, Jason, amazing. Thank you guys. Where's Ty Zock? Ty Zock here as well. Thank you, Ty Zock. There he is. Thank you, sir. And Craig Jones. Craig Jones, Frank Jones, absolutely. You guys, service industry is not an easy thing to be in right now. We gave you an experience tonight. I want you to give back. This is my ask for you. They gave us this space to do the fall dinner series. And that means a lot to give up this beautiful patio. I want you when the servers come around and give you a zero tab to show the appreciation beyond. Beyond what you could possibly think that they could do but you have to acknowledge the great work that these guys have done at Carboy and Logan Street. Let's hear it for this wonderful staff tonight. Treat them awesome and well. To all of our sponsors that have helped us out this entire week, we thank you guys for participating, joining, and believing what we do at The Modern Eater. It just, I'll I'll tear up, I really will. This means the world to us. Uh, This is everything. We want to keep people connected and have well, that full, social, full loop. It's
3: a social group of people that we have in Colorado, this network of purveyors, farmers, distillers, and brewers that they use each other, they share their knowledge, and they really bring the best out to all of us. It's community, you, yeah.
1: for sure. I want to do this. James, take your headset off. Gigi, please come up front if you would. James, if you would, where's Jay Parker? Jay, come over here. Dave Avery, where are you at, sir? Come here, please. I'll tell you what, the Modern Eater staff, we are a tight-knit group. We work Come really hard. We put guys. it together. Come but on our on. executive producer, Jay Parker, Jay. does it every single Woo! night. I love this guy like you would not believe. But truly, this dinner and all of these dinners wouldn't happen without this gentleman, Jay Parker. Let's hear for Jay once Yay. again. Yeah, Jay, Mr. Jay, Brian Jay. Freeman, come on over here, oh, my man, friend. No, Brian oh, Freeman, he does great work. We say he invented produce. We're not lying. If you have a produce question, you want to grow something, Brian Freeman, he's the guy. He's oh, my uh, better half. And thank you, Brian Freeman, for everything that you do. And I'm going to throw Brian that Freeman. back at you, no, Greg don't even talk stop, 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 stop. Yeah, yeah. Dave Avery, Dave Avery, <laughs> Dave Avery, you're a sound guy. You do great work. You're here with us every single time. This man donates his time. He's a fabulous gentleman, he's a professional, and he does so much for the Modern Eater. Thank you, Dave Avery.
11: Thank you.
1: Avery. James is our producer of the production. James has been with us just a short time. We fell in love with James, he's been here with us. He will continue to stay with us. Thank you, James. You do a great job James, as well. James,
3: little angel. Our little angel.
1: Behind the camera there, our cameraman works so hard. DJ, dude, you've just killed it this whole time. You make us look good. Thank you, DJ, for doing that as well. Gigi, you're our photographer. Kevin Galliba as well. But Gigi, this is Gigi Youngblood. When you see the great photos of the Modern Eater and so many food pics, it's this lady right here. Gigi Youngblood. Gigi. Thank you, Gigi. Kevin Galaba, I mentioned as well, he's been here with us this whole week. Kevin, you're not here tonight, but we got to thank you too, Kevin. Uh, you guys, there's so many friends and family here. I told you we are going to take a picture at the end. This is where it gets interesting. It's the contrast and comparison from the beginning of the dinner to right now. We're all going to huddle in here, and this is what community is all about. We're all family right now. Get together, put your hands up, do something interesting. We're going to come back here. Uh, What about you guys over there? We love each and every one of you. All right, down low, you guys. Hands, do something interesting. That's right. You are a part of our family. We thank each and every one of you. Let's hear it for you guys for being here tonight. You're our family. Thank you you so much. And lastly, one more time, let's bring this house down right now. This is the end. It's your obligation. Let's hear it for Chef Rebecca, Rebecca Weissman. White. Yes, and yes, 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 Get up. Get off yes, your feet. Yes, I know you got yes. food in you. Stand up. Bring let's it hear it for this young lady. Thank you, Rebecca. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you all for being here. You don't got to go home, but you got to get the out of here. I love every single one of you. You guys, thank Thank you so much. Joe, you're the man. Good night. Thank you so much from the Modern Eater.